Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. Well, you know, we're a week behind because a little ice storm came in play and, you know, took all of our power down for a while. I know me and Mr. Booble were got out for almost a week. Um, and I think Corey was living the high life of, you know, here and there, but he, he had more power than us. You know, it only affected me for like a half hour, maybe. Live it, live it the life. Well, well, me, well, me and me and Booble are, you know, cuddling up with five layers on to stay warm. You're living the high life. Corey has that house in the ivory tower. I'm lucky I was where I was. People would have cut me open and tried to get inside me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised your neighbor didn't try, but I digress. Oh, Oh, that's just because it's Tuesday, though. That has nothing to do with the power. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we have a whole lot to talk about. We have uh, some uh, huge wrestling raw news. We have we get to have to rump, preview the Rumble. Everything happened. Everything happened. Uh, as one Mr. Booble said, uh, he the first seven things on our list to talk about is its own thing. <coughs> so let's get into it. First, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here, the model, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Hello. And the marquee of No Cell Entertainment, Mike Booble. Glacier, what the fuck did we ever do to you? That was uncalled for. What? You take your wrath out on us like we're Mortis? What the fuck? Right. Uh, Ernest Miller. Ah, there. There it is. Mm. Fucking Glacier. I just well, to blame for all this. Well, we have, you know, we're all happy and stuff, but we do have to start the show with a sad uh note as ice train harold hogue passed away um not a whole lot of the what happened but just the news broke about like four hours ago by ddp announcing it always sad when you hear one of the uh wrestlers has passed away especially one that i don't know based on the time frame where he wrestled he couldn't have been you know that old 56. Oh, yeah, that's not, I mean, that's young still. That, that's terrible. So, you know, um, rest in peace, Ice Train. <laughs> Am I smooth? Uh, my favorite Ice Train moment is unfortunately not a good one for him, but it's it perfectly encapsulates WCW. <laughs> so when Bischoff gave the edict that you either join the NWO or you were going to get your ass handed to you and fired, uh, and people started randomly jumping like Bagwell and Bubba and all those guys. Well, so one day coming down to the ring on Nitro, there's Ice Train and, and and Norton. You know, they're a tag team, Fire and Ice, and but they had like broken up, right? So Ice Train's just casually strolling to the ring, and Norton's just casually strolling behind him, and then just pushes him and DDTs him on the floor, and uh, jumps in the ring and becomes NWO. And I was like, that's the most lackadaisical, like. <laughs> heel turn of all time like, just casually <laughs> strolling up like you're going to get a cup of coffee it would have been more effective if scott Norton had just said hey i'm a heel now right like just kind of like oh yeah oh by the way push ddt i'm in now perfect wcw fire and right. is a great tag team yeah oh yeah i love their their hoss fights with the steiners 
Yeah, they uh I love Fire Nice. I uh MI Smooth gimmick was funny, but it was just like, oh, I feel bad for him because of you know what his you know, he, big strong guy, or you're gonna be a limo driver for a while gimmick until like the last three months. Then they made him like a badass limo driver. Yeah, like, remember he couldn't be hurt, like, yeah, he no, so coming at people, like, Did, like didn't he? He took like 95 he, chair shots, yeah, <laughs> didn't he like, get like beat up one week, like, really bad? Like, I think, like, weapon, like, and like maybe ran over, and then like he'll. He had like a rock bandaid on his forehead. Yeah, he like was like that. black cane. <laughs> he was Blaine. He's Blaine. <laughs> and his name is Blaine. Hellfire Brimstone. <laughs> Smooth. But yeah, it's a, you know, it's a sad thing for that, you know, for so being so young. So RIP that I do, man. That stinks. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy young. That's that's blowing my mind. Yeah. Um, that broke just a little bit ago, but what broke this morning was that Raw is going to Netflix. Huh. Thoughts. That was, on... that was my initial thought was, huh. Yeah. I wonder how much more money Netflix had to throw at them than Prime. Because you would have figured Prime was the front runner for streaming, and they have more subscribers, so it'd be more alluring in that sense. Well, but Netflix must have thrown the fucking booty at them. Well, they so Amazon technically has more subscribers, but more but people, people may not watch actually it. watch Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I have Prime. I don't think I've watched anything on Prime in a year that hasn't been football. Uh, like, just, I don't. I don't ever. Yeah, same. Um, although I might have watched this from time to time, it caught me off guard. Although I will say that uh, before they re-signed their USA deal, I said that one of these companies should go to streaming. That that you did, yep. You've been saying that for a while. One of the first ones to just jump onto it, like be ahead of everything. Um, it looks like it's uh. 500 million over 10 years with a couple options to either opt out or increase depending on it can it it can opt it was it can opt out after five years or Mm. extend another 10 after it's 10 which means if they're pleased with it they could be on netflix till 2045 right um i don't think that'll happen i i suspect i think I think they'll eventually just wind up with their own network again. <coughs> I think they had it right know. to begin I think, with. I think they figured out. I think they were smarter than anybody else. They figured out the smart booty was to sell the rights to your shit to a to an already existing streaming service for a buttload of money instead of having your own. Um, which. Th- that was the interesting part of this as well, is that the pay-per-views and uh, what was the network uh, is going to Netflix as well when the Peacock deal is done. Uh, maybe. I well, I, I like that was part well, of it. Well, so my well, that's if they don't re-sign with Peacock. My guess is they're not going to. Why would um, they? That is yeah. that is the 
that is the likely scenario is that once this peacock deal is up in 26 that everything will just merge to netflix which would be nice because peacock sucks since international is easier to use <laughs> yeah since international uh has all their stuff on netflix besides but you know so peacock still has the pay-per-views and then but internationally you get the, the hey, everything's on hey. netflix so oh there here it comes. PLEs, bud. there it is thanks bro right. the plea uh so cory yeah, right I have a question for you. So you watch Dynamite on the fight stream, right? So you don't get the commercials? Yeah. Like, would that be worth paying for the ad-free version of Netflix? Or would it, like, does it, like, does it make that much of a difference? Well, I think it's by the company. For AEW, it makes a difference because they keep the matches going during the break and there's actual stuff. Like, I don't know how WWE is going to do it. Are they going to? uh, So, uh, uh, like, if there's no matches... Like right now, are they just gonna have fucking Becky Lynch stand in the ring for four minutes while they're waiting for something? On uh, if you if you are paying ad free Netflix, it is commercial free. But it, you know, what he's asking though is, what's it gonna look like? Yeah. So basically, but, so, uh, what people have said is that it'll just they will script the matches uh, around the commercials, so it'll be non. What how they phrase it? Non and. God damn it! Like non-crucial match action, essentially. Then probably, my guess is probably not then, because it's going to be like they do the pay-per-views then, where they have on Peacock, where they have like those four-minute video packages where the commercials are, and then the rest of us come back to the show when the commercials are over. And like, and to be honest, I'm sure at first, like, yeah, it's going to be commercial-free. That's fine. But at some point, like, Netflix is going to want to get ad revenue back. It just makes sense for a live production. So everybody's going to have commercials at some point. And so, like, I, they don't really bother me. Like, I just, it is what it is. This was a ballsy move on the WWE's part because, A, it's their flagship show. I don't care what they say about SmackDown these days. For sure. Uh, Raw's always their flagship. Also, this is the first <laughs> live thing for Netflix. So if this fails miserably, WWE's going to get the blame. Um, and like, it's still like they're still working out details, obviously. So like, there's still like next day streaming rights that they have to kind Which of deal with. Which goes Peacock back to Peacock, Hulu. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, if you're Netflix, you're like, that's cool. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and need those next day rights for paying this much money. <laughs> like, yeah, like the like. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, the Hulu deal was up this past fall, like three months ago. I wonder if they only signed a one year to, to line up with all these changes. Maybe. I mean, they knew all the rights were coming up at the same time, so maybe they... I mean, because I really don't... I didn't hear any big news about a Hulu extension, but it's still mm-hmm. on there, so obviously they did something. Um. Yeah, if you're paying that much money... Uh, just fucking, you should get, it should just be Netflix and then, yeah, immediate replays. No, none of this. Because right now on the fucking Peacock, you still have to wait a month to see Raw, the, the Raws. It's so annoying. Oh my yeah. God, it drives me like, nuts. Like, I hope that shit's done. Uh, although, I don't know. I, a lot of people are like, well, there goes me, uh, there goes me, uh, boycotting Netflix. I'll be getting that again next year. And my kid really wants it, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to pay 25 bucks just to watch Raw. 
Yeah, and that that was my thing, right? Like, I got rid of it because I just never use it. Even though there's shows and stuff and movies that I like watching, I just never used it. Yeah, neither did I. And so when they kept seemingly monthly raising their fucking price, I was <laughs> like, "Well, no way, I'm done." What you can try, what you can try to do, do it again. <laughs> what yeah, you can yeah. try to do is like try to do the you know if there's any Christmas deals, you know. Uh, yeah. So they I looked into it. Uh, Netflix is the only streaming company that doesn't offer those. Yep. They don't mm-hmm. do free trials anymore. You have to just subscribe for the full price for the month. Hmm. Yeah, I they don't offer. They don't offer annual plans. It's just per month. Interesting. Um, I hate Netflix so much. I just you know I don't really love it. Like it's good for them. Like it's the right. It's the step in the right direction to get on streaming. Yeah. Um, and it's God, what was the number? It's like two hundred and seventy million like subscribers worldwide. That's insane. So like. They're immediately going to have the potential to raise their audience. Obviously, not most people aren't going to watch it all. I get that, but they immediately become available in a lot more places. Um, I I wonder it- if Amazon's going to be kicking themselves, right? Because they are Amazon's gone all in on live sports. So I do wonder if they're going to kick themselves, not trying harder for this. Maybe they did try hard, and Netflix just threw the proverbial truckload at WWE. It was like, well, fuck, can't say no to that. And that's fair, because, I mean, Joe knows, but, like, you know, Amazon just paid a fuck ton of money for all the Bally Sports, so, you know, that's not yep. cheap. <laughs> yeah. That might have been why they didn't pony all in. But you they know what? Pr- it's possible. It's, it's something else nobody's talked about, but if Warner Brothers doesn't, I mean... They can still maybe get an AEW show on there if they're interested in it a little bit. I wonder. I do you think because I know we've talked. You know, we've talked about. You know, I know Google brought up if people go to streaming, and there are people saying online, "Well, uh, AEW may be looking into going to the Warner Brothers to do the same thing in that way of what they do on HBO Max. What they do is they they broadcast games on the app and on live TV at the same time. So they're looking at maybe AEW doing that. Do you think yeah. they do that if the Netflix is a success for a while? I I think regardless of whether that's a success or not, because the streaming their TV deal comes up before the Netflix mm-hmm. starts. I think that's what Khan's been trying to do, and I think that's what's been holding it up. As I think it, Warner Brothers is dragging their feet on moving it to there, because he's been very open. He's all in about it. he wants to be on Max. He wants to be streaming. Not necessarily all their shows, but just like he wants to be, have a presence on there, right? Um, uh, which would I, cost absolutely. money, and I think they're dragging their feet. I think it all their shit all comes down to the NBA deal. When when's that supposed to be done? Soon, and it's uh, the end of this season is when the the contract ends. Because I think that's really what they're waiting for. Because you know they're still trying, although. Man, they're really downplaying. They're like, "Oh, we we don't need the NBA, but we want the NBA." Well, no, just straight <laughs> up bargaining, right? But like, right. if you if if Warner Brothers lost NBA, my God, I like that studio show. Even not even the games. That studio show does so well for them. 
that it would be a colossal misstep mm-hmm. to let that IP go away. Plus, I can't even. I mean, geez, they've been on TNT since what eighty nine, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I mean, Spine. I can't even remember a time. So I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people weird. just, a lot of people tune in just for the four. You know, Shaq, oh, yeah. Kenny. Uh, oh, it's Chuck. It's better. Than, it's better than most of the games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like, like with AEW, like, uh, their whole thing is getting uh, a package with streaming, and I'm sure that Warner Brothers is the best home for them. But if that's not an option, Tony will look somewhere else because they, oh, yeah. Not only does he want the streaming, they need the streaming if for no other reason to have some place to put their library, which is inaccessible unless you're Corey right now. Hey, hey. yeah, I, I so Tony Khan, call Corey. I've got everything on the gym. Uh, besides the point. Um, so, and, and you know what? And maybe Amazon didn't want to pony up billions for WWE, but they wouldn't have to pony up that much for like an AEW show. If you get them for half that much money, that might be worth it for them. Right? I mean, you know, you don't have to have Dynamite. Maybe you get Collision on fucking more on Amazon. Or mm-hmm. If they don't want to get rid of Collision, maybe you get, maybe you put Rampage on there and make it two hours. Make it, make it important. <laughs> I don't know, you need something. And that, those are the other two questions, right? Because none of this with Netflix is finalized yet. Uh, A, are they going to leave it on Monday? And That's B, a good question. are they going they, to shorten it to from three hours? If, especially so, if they're not going to have commercials, like you don't need mm-hmm. three hours. So Nick Khan was on, oh, <laughs> Nick Khan and The Rock, they were everywhere today promoting oh, this. More on that, more on that later. <laughs> yep. And Nick Khan was on McAvee today. And they McAvee asked him, "Are you guys staying on Mondays, or what's your plan when you move?" And Khan is basically saying, "We're looking into it because if you think about it, they deal with Monday Night Football, they deal with the, um, you know, NCA Championship games, and probably will be soon playoffs, wild NFL playoffs." Um, it would benefit them to change nights, but Jesus, what do you? I mean, can you imagine Raw not on Monday nights? That and that's wild, and that's one of those points he did bring up about how people love it being on Mondays, so they're still looking into it. As they said, as he said, wait till October because that would be more announcements coming about the idea. What, what, well, what's yeah, going forward, they're gonna have to where the hell are they gonna put Rob come October because the contract's over in October and this doesn't start to January. Yeah, I so think they just, Rob go for three I months? think they just extend for three months with USA. Well, if USA doesn't want, to, what if they're salty? I mean, I'm Maybe not do Peacock. Maybe do Peacock. Also. Yeah, that's a possibility. Get a little dry run on Peacock for three months. See how this mm-hmm. live streaming thing will work. And then that, course, and if they, if they do that, then that shows like people like, oh, that's what they're going to be doing. Like what Corey you were saying earlier about like, what are they going to do during the commercials? We get yeah. that dry run of like, oh, this is what you're doing during commercials. Okay, I might want to subscribe because I don't mind what you guys. You know, it's not boring. They better not make it boring those three months then. Yeah. And then like, also go ahead. Like my dream scenario would be for Raw to be an hour forty five commercial free on Netflix. How fucking great would that be? That would be awesome. Having said that, it's gonna be three hours. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. So two two twenty, you know, two twenty. Oh no, um, no, it'll be three. Oh. About three yeah. hours. Um 
And then also, it looks like Netflix will be doing like documentaries about the WWE, like what A and E does. It looks like. So it'll be the Netflix way. Yeah. Yeah. What I yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Basically, it's That's just what... all going to end up there anyway. <clears throat> Almost like they should have just kept the network. But um, they couldn't make money off it. I. I think if they it, it we we I know when we when the network was around we talked about how you know if they increased it would you and then we said we would we had a limit of like what eighteen dollars or like twenty dollars for the network and probably yeah eighteen twenty when it was just the network itself so you're able to watch everything and stuff and um. But now they're kind of the way they're profiting is where well, you're spending, you know, 18 or 20 on Netflix for the raw, and then you're spending X amount for Peacock. The only problem is that if this is successful and they start adding more live sports programming, that Netflix subscription is going to be 60 fucking bucks a month. 100%. And yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, this is what starts it. It replaces cable in pretty much every way. Price do, <laughs> do you think? Do you think it will be? I know you're talking about pricing and stuff, but do you think it would be? There will be a different price in the like. Okay, you're you want Netflix and the WWE, or do you if or is no, it going to be all one things? Like, is that all one the, thing? If it's but like I'm Peacock saying now, but that's if they do the like all the pay per views. This is going to stick what Peacock's doing one price yeah. for everyone, yeah. even though no one's watching the wrestling. Yeah, they gave them a okay. fucking a billion dollars, whatever. They're, they're gonna get Five the whole kit caboodle. Yeah, they're gonna get the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. Okay. Now Netflix will probably think about it, charging you for separate shit, because they're fucking. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like Netflix might do that way of, well, yeah, you're only could, watching, you know. You can't trust them. You're only watching NCIS, so you get charged this amount. But if you're watching the WWE as well, that? the life. Imagine that twenty dollars for the NCIS pack, and then like <laughs> another twenty bucks for the WWE pack. Well, then thirty bucks yeah. for the NFL fucking the AFC pack because you know I still think that's what's going to happen. Is sports are going to become uh, split? You like your AFC division games will be on Netflix, and your you know, NFC will be on fucking Hulu, and like it, that. I think that's how it's going to end up. It's going to be all fucking splintered like that. And and gentlemen, I just want you to welcome to the world of being a boxing fan. This is exactly what it's like, and it sucks all the time. <laughs> oh no, it's cool for me because I've got my collection here. I, you know what, I am glad that I did not decide to just quit collecting. Nope, my physical media is here, and I don't got to worry about paying twenty five bucks for Netflix. I'm certainly not worried about watching every fucking Raw. They're gonna have to do something fucking magnificent to make me think like I have to pay. God knows how much fucking money each week. I also wonder if they are kicking around the idea of making it the WWE part of it just an add-on price and not as part of a monthly tier. I don't know. I think I think that's a bad idea. I think you need to have it as part of the regular tier. I don't think there's enough interest in just the WWE part to to make money that way. I could be wrong, but I don't I don't think so. I mean, the WWE Network failed. That's why they fucking got out of it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. 
We'll see. We'll see. And again, more now, more as I said, more announcements will be on October. But then also they broke the news that the that the Rock is on the board of directors for the TKO. Wait a minute. I had one last thing to say about the other part. Oh, okay. The good news is that especially on the Raw replays, you can play things on Netflix at one point five speed, which means <laughs> Roman Reigns' entrance will only be a nice tight fifteen minutes. Well, I mean there that's that's why given three hours, right? Because you need that full last hour for Roman Reigns to rock the ring, right? You get that hour forty. Uh, you get uh, Booble. That's how you get your hour forty. Just do ten speed or something. Like even yeah. takers like Roman, can we get to the ring? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, Dwayne Johnson fucking yeah. wormed his way into goddamn more power. There are so many Hulk Hogan's infesting their way into WWE right now. I don't even know how to how to this is a total Hogan move. He he finally got a fucking loss in Hollywood. Couldn't fathom it and came <laughs> running back to the wrestling business to get an a, to get another W and say it was an ass. Ain't I, he great, I guess, right? Or... <laughs> I just like like no one is like like he's not like I know he has like he technically has voting power, sure. But like no one's gonna trust The Rock with like actual decision making, right? He's gonna rubber stamp whatever oh. they want. It's this just like... a PR. It's for PR. It's just he's. I think uh, I heard somebody say it. he's just he's eventually gonna become what Vince McMahon was. You know, uh, quote uh, the face of the company is what he's gonna be. Yeah, this is like the older days where it doesn't happen much anymore. But the older days when like a a famous football player retired in your town and all of a sudden he's put on the board of something in that fucking town just to stick around and have a face mm-hmm. on your fucking company and to shake hands and kiss babies. And, and you know. And put more fucking a, money in his pocket. He's uh, he's serious about running for office, and this is the first step in that, too. Oh, goody. Yeah, I got news for you, wrestling fans. Uh, you're not gonna like his politics. No, <laughs> no. Burst your bubble there when it comes up, folks. You're not gonna want to vote for the Rock. <laughs> hey, I would. I wouldn't call him the People's Champion. I, I would not. <laughs> uh, ugh. But yeah, he, he. You know, hey, don't you don't don't you know don't uh, bring Hogan in because he's always teasing on one more match, a la his dumb uh, forty year anniversary of Hulkamania. Um, Oh, I saw that last night. Yeah, I got what, one. More, maybe one more match, brother. You never know, brother. Uh, we do. We know that's not. No, no, uh, no one wants that. No one's asking for that. No one needs to see that. There's already too many Hogan disciples running around WWE. We don't need the master back. Now, if Brutus, you know, wants to come back in for for a run, only if he wears those tights from the '80s. <laughs> I don't think he can fit that, but we he can try. Um, but so I just before we move on, like man, if, Corey, if you were tired of seeing The Rock before, oh buddy, uh, so you know what? I you know what? It, it bothers me, but it doesn't bother me because I don't watch the product. So it's like, um, okay. We're doing, when, when, back. when we watch the Rumble, the then now forever family thing, it'll just be photos of him from you know different eras of him. Did you see his quote today? No. no. Oh my god! Talking about a, a possible mania match with Roman, he's uh, it was a long-winded fucking backpatch spiel about how 
I like to do things in a slow burn. And uh, I'm just saying that uh, if you put me and him together and you give it a build and with the unbelievably talented cats we have on the roster, this could be the, the biggest WrestleMania of all time and nothing would be even close. And I'm like, actually, the match doesn't sound that good to me. Um. Yeah, no, it's, so it sounds like he's building for next year, not this year. God damn it. Uh, Which, I mean, makes sense because, like, he was gassed giving gender a spine buster. So, <laughs> you know. I don't think he's going to be any better off next year. I don't either. I mean, Just a year I'm older. very much on record as saying I do not want to see that match at all. <laughs> And, you know, it doesn't, I mean, yeah, it'll make, it'll break fucking records, but that's nothing, every WrestleMania breaks the record these years, because fucking, they, they hike the prices up every year yeah. so goddamn much, that mm-hmm. it doesn't mean the match was good, it just means that people are going to fucking buy the tickets, and come anyway. You don't even need to uh, announce matches, you just say it's going to be here. And that's why I'm a proponent for not having a big match like that at Mania, that it doesn't need matches anymore. It's just the event. People go just to be at WrestleMania. You can put fucking Heath in the main event. Heath Slater. They'd buy it. Heath versus gender? He yeah. has kids though, right? Still Maybe Drew, I don't know. Maybe three way Drew, Drew in there? there? Hell yeah. Yeah, have a fucking have that uh, triple threat that never happened. They'd they'd buy it. What was it called? Three three man band, was that what it was? Three M B. Yep, three man yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and then they had a horn swoggle on it the last. Everybody three count one two three. Three count. I was like, that can't be correct. <laughs> no. Any truth to the matter that when they added Hornswoggle, they uh, thought about changing the name to Three Men and a Baby? Maybe I think so. You know, if Netflix uh, is looking for original documentary, I am here for that. <laughs> so, uh, a quick thing about Raw to Netflix: as someone online said that with Raw moving to Netflix, Portland Wrestling is the longest running program in history. Meltzer. Yeah, yeah. But Meltzer brought it up, uh, retweeted it, going that he found out that Georgia Championship Wrestling went from 1957 to 2000. So Portland's there will be number two longest reigning. Uh, I mean, if we're picking nits, Georgia like, Championship yeah. Wrestling stopped in '85. Yeah, it was like oh, it's it was cracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fuck you, Meltzer. It's Portland. Like. like- that's like honestly, it's the exact like it's Corey's argument about the belt, right? Like Roman's not yeah. beating shit. <laughs> it's a different yeah. belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's different. Damn it, Meltzer, get your shit right. Yeah, uh, some bitch. Pile of monkey nuts. <laughs> Pile of monkey nuts. <laughs> you got you you, yeah, you know you, so, you, you go ahead. Even more. Uh, it's just a, even more of WWE falling upwards and making more money than is fucking reasonable. But in the, in the long run, this is I still think this is bad for them in the long run. Not now. They're fucking white hot right now. There's no denying that. I, people say the programming is so much better, but every time I turn it on, I don't see much of a difference. I still have trouble watching it. It's not as bad as it was four years ago, but Jesus Christ, what could be? Uh, so... Uh, You'll you guys will understand this more than most, I think. Uh, it's very much an attitude era thing, right? Where the top stuff is very good. Yeah. The other stuff, uh, not so much. Ah, uh, yes. 
Yeah, so it's you know it's very much how every it's very romanticized. Like when you think about the Attitude Era, every match was Austin versus The Rock. They conveniently leave out Val Venus versus Kai and Tai. They don't bring that up a whole lot. Chucky, very much Chucky, like that. Your PP. Hmm. Although some people, that's the stuff they like the most. That's why they hmm. glorify. Them. <laughs> I want more of Val Venus's dick getting cut off and Mark Henry <laughs> banging trans women. I'm a man, <laughs> bro. <laughs> speaking of bro Vince Russo last week apparently he has a podcast that like nobody listens to yeah that checks out I guess one of his main talking points is that the women of WWE need to quit shaving their legs what that dude is that dude is out of his fucking mind I didn't bother to click in and find out why he thought that but I thought that's pretty out there all right so I I don't have facts to back this up, but Joe, I I'm not kidding. I'm fairly certain more people listen to our show than us. No, I I agree to that one. Like, 100%. honestly, who is clicking on that fucking link? Vince Russo himself. You know he listens to it back all fucking week. Not just to like, give himself numbers, but to fucking congratulate himself. Oh, what a good point I had there. Oh, fucking hell. Probably masturbates to his own voice. Bro, I know what I'm talking about. Obviously, bro. And before we leave TV rights, how about the news that TNA is trying to get back on a fucking network that would actually pay them instead of the network that owns them and deposits them there because, well, got nowhere else to put them. I would love to be able to watch them, so that would be ideal for me. Yeah, yeah, that would be helpful. Uh, Last week's was a good show, and this week has Okada on it, so, I mean... Let's see if they build on it. They can't have guest stars every week. Let's see if they build on the momentum. Well, you you just mentioned um, someone. As we we thought the big news going into this week's episode, since it happened last week, that is Okada leaving New Japan at the end of the month. Yeah. So like four days ago, I was like, "Holy shit! This is the craziest fucking news." <laughs> Hold my beer. I mean, just I mean, is he gonna make it rain on Netflix next year? Well, uh, people, some, uh, some, someone, some Twitter account, I don't know, don't know who, said that they oh. they have a source. Hey, I know that they their source says all over the internet today for that too. That Okada might be going to WWE, and if he does, he is NXT bound. So he very well could be going to WWE. There's no, no. He's not uh, going to NXT. Yeah, but. If you're putting Okada in NXT, especially with the group they have there now, what the fuck? Like, he's a pro. You can't just uh, grab him aside at the first day he's there and say, look, talk to the to the hard camera. Yeah. Cool, you're yep. ready, ready <laughs> Hammer's on the right. right. See the see the red light? Look at that. That's what you, so, you want. Like, that's the argument I heard, right? Like, well, you have to teach him the, the style. I was like, well, hey, he's wrestled in America enough. He's pretty comfortable with it, I would think. But also, like, the point you just made, right? Like, hey, pulling him aside, that's where our camera has wrestled to that. It's very much the argument I hear, like, when teams draft, like, it, quarterbacks to the NFL. Yeah. And, like, their big worry is they've never taken a snap under center. Let me tell you something. If you're not confident your dipshit quarterback can catch the ball under a dude's nuts, don't draft him as a quarterback. Right? Like, why would like, you pay this guy all that money? Skilled a master, I, I assure you, it is not that hard. Right? 
I've never understood that. Like, at least when Shinsuke had to go there, the fucking NXT was loaded with indie, like, heavyweights. Right, Big his first name. match was Sami Zayn. Yeah. Like, what, who's... Oh, Okada's gonna fucking feud with God, what, Baron Corbin? And no offense to Corbin, but... Uh, yeah. Corbin's teaming up with... He is. Damn it. Well, then I'm Corbin... out. That's the only idea I have is Ilya. Corbin's teaming up with Braun Breaker for the Dusty Classic. Gross. Yeah, I saw... Uh... I saw a fucking video on one of the social medias. Apparently, they've turned Brum Breaker into a weird mixture of his dad and his uncle. That's excellent. Have you seen? No. Him? He no. comes across like a fucking idiot now, like his mm. like his dad's character, but he's cutting promos like Scott, <laughs> and he's mm. wearing like the dog face gremlin leather jacket. Like he's oh my... he's become both of them together in a weird kind of mashup. I don't, I don't know that we, and, and they're still not calling him Steiner, by the way, which is yeah, asinine to me. I was um, like, okay. So, I, I'm gonna tell you guys what my take was going to be about Okada, and then what it is now because it changed today. All right. So my take was that I, uh, I don't actually see him going to WWE. It's just my personal opinion. Um. I think AEW makes the most sense for him. If for no other reason that Tony Khan can pay him more money, if it could just bare minimum that if he wants to make the money, it would be AEW. Uh, also, a lot of the people he's used to working are there. Like he can kind of do kind of what he wants there. Um, and still do a bunch of like the indies and he has the, they still have the working relationship with Japan. So there's a lot of benefits to going to AEW. And I, and so this was my this was this is the hot the hot take of that part was that uh, I if he were to go to WWE I think he had a better shot of becoming a bigger star because going to AEW he's not bringing any new fans to AEW they already watch AEW and yeah. so people who already watch already know him so he's not bringing new fans he's not gaining new fans. In WWE, he's not bringing new fans to them because they're already big enough. He might have an opportunity to gain new fans in WWE. Uh, a lot of people who just don't watch Japanese wrestling. So there is that that benefit. But I was talking to a coworker today. I was telling her that we have this insane lineup of topics that are just Christ, right? Yeah. And she was like, "Well, can you just give me a couple?" I was like, well, "We're not going to know any." But I was like, "Do you know who you know Okada is?" And she like she stopped, looked at me. She's like. Isn't he like a, like a wrestler dude from like a Japanese All Star League? She got a bunch of the the facts wrong, but I was like, "Yes, he is." In fact, that's actually closer than I thought. There's someone hundred percent, hundred percent. So like, Emi, right? Uh, he's not. You know, I don't think he's the level of star that his hardcore fans think he is in America. But he is bigger than I thought he was in America because she one thousand percent doesn't watch wrestling. And would have no reason to know who he was otherwise, and knew who Kazuchika Okada was. You yeah, could play that game. You could play that game of show her like, a photo of a wrestler, and like who's this? Who is oh, no, this? she she not only knew who it was, looked him up immediately, and recognized him like from social media and TikTok. Like she, like he is a a crossover star in a different way than I was aware of. Me too, because I, um, I wouldn't have thought that at all. Yeah, wild to me. So. I actually think WWE is a stronger possibility than I was initially giving him credit for. I still think AEW is where he lands, 
But if he comes out number 30 at the Rumble, that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the, the only reason I didn't give WWE much of a chance in signing him, and this is the only reason, is just because his wife is, well, more famous than he is in Japan and right. very successful. She's like an and actress he, or something, right? Yeah. And, and he has like a little toddler, I think just a little over one year old. So I kind of figured with WWE, he'd have to move to Florida. Uh, and I just didn't see her making that move. But I mean, who knows what his personal shit's going on at the moment? I don't know. And I figure with AEW, he'd probably still live in Japan and come over. So it's like that would be more beneficial personally. But hell, who knows? Uh, so I guess like just straight up asking you guys, you had your druthers. Where would you want him to go? Uh, if he wants to be a big star, it's WWE. Uh, selfishly, I want him to go to AEW because I still want to watch him wrestle. And I can't say I'll be doing that if he goes to WWE. Um, I'm kind of with Corey on that one. Do you think it's the, it's the, if he goes to WWE, you know, the strong style of that, yeah, he'll be a bigger star, but like the, the, his matches will be, you know, limited. You know, his moveset will be limited. Um, not strong style. Maybe if he got a, a, a Nakamura, then they would do a, you know, like this is what we used to be, you know, type, type match, you know? Maybe they um, would just put them together as a tag team, too. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? They already have the Kabuki um, Warriors together. I mean, I know that Vince is gone, so Triple H won't do the overtly racist Japanese shit. But I mean, he could. I mean, look at look on SmackDown. All the Japanese women are put together in one fucking group. Yeah, just chilling, hanging around, spitting mist at people. So you never know. <laughs> Does Okada spit mist? No, not okay. yet. But he he might be very soon. <laughs> You know, that's why the, he's got to go to NXT. He's got to get that great Muda training. You know, the first thing I thought about when I when the news broke that Okada was in fact leaving New Japan. Yeah, I was like, "Do you think Jay White is fucking pissed that he left?" He's like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> I could have been the motherfucking dude over there because even Osprey's leaving. So it's like, yeah, and then Tamatanga's leaving. Everybody's fucking leaving. <laughs> God damn, you know, fucking Tamatanga, he'll probably show up in WWE. Fucking, they'll just, they'll retcon him to be Samoan now. I did, I gotta say, I did love what Evil did to the lead up of getting rid of Tonga. Um, uh, going into the, going into the fucking company, making him say he was fired online and fired online, <laughs> took him off the roster, cut his hair. Uh, I'm, I've turned the corner on House of Torture. Give me all the cheap shit. Give me, give me all of it. <laughs> Um, another, another, uh, war dogs contracts are up for new Japan as well. So, uh, yeah, I would suspect most of them to resign. I, yeah, I, I come on. You gotta, I mean, they, they have, they have a look, they're young, they have futures, but if you're WWE or AEW right now, are you really like, you know what? I need Clark. Another Connors. Well, <laughs> I really you know need Clark Connors. You know who does though? Who? Uh, Prestige Wrestling, as they had just announced why we were filming that 
the War Dogs and Dave Finley will be at the um, Roseland. Rose, uh, yep. There you go. You know who else? But the, they announced uh, Mustafa Ali as well for Roseland yeah. date. Seven yes. was a good show. Damn. That's a so. so f- uh, you think War Dogs are resigning, Corey? Yeah, I think so I would, too. I would assume they're going to resign. They're they're not exactly the hot button free agents Okada is. <laughs> hey, I you, I know you said uh, do, uh, Khan has the money to give out, but uh, WWE with getting their five billion soon, they'd be fine on. Hey, that check hasn't cleared yet, buddy. Well, they can they can uh, they can <laughs> overdraw. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, yeah. I'm not too Just good at putting it. two and two together, but uh, for some reason, Triple H called that Rainmaker money. I'm not sure. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, we should see where they go. Um, but I do know something, guys. Um, that our listeners should go to, and that'll be uh Pow Pro Wrestling. As uh, this past show, the and the winner is uh had to be delayed because of that. Ice storm that we got. So, because glacier, fucking glacier. As um, they had to postpone the show and move it to February tenth for Heart Punch, but then on February seventeenth, Heal the World is right after. So there is a Power Week. So you want to get your tickets for both shows? If you already bought tickets for uh, and the winner what is that is being move to heart punch yeah then and they that, had to they had to move a couple matches to the heel of the world due to scheduling yep. conflicts on the 10th which i did a little little research for me thinks i know some of it um Ooh, and then just and also co- just saying collision is going to be in uh, nevada on that night and then also the um with, if you already purchased Heart Punch, you will get an email promo code for five dollars off Heal the World. It's a good deal, damn good it deal. Is. Yeah, nice. So get Bang your tickets now for your buck. So you want to get your tickets now for Power Pro Wrestling's Power Week at powerprowrestling.com or nocellentertainment.com or uh, Eventbrite app and look for Power Pro Wrestling. However, the Powies happened during the That's ice right. storm, and one Mister Booble took the notes. I did. <clears throat> is this so uh, inaugural powers, or is this the second time they done them? Uh, they, I think they did some last year. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go with annual Powie Awards. <laughs> there you go. And they broke down thusly for your <clears throat> newcomer of the year. Your nominees were Chase James, Elijah True. The Academy, Dove and Dangerous, and your winner, Marcus Eriks. What do you guys think? Uh, this is one I wasn't terribly surprised on, this this particular award. It could have gone to him. I thought Marcus had a good shot. Maybe Dove and Dangerous. Um, I, so, I, mean, I can see it. I think if I remember correctly, I believe I voted for Chase James. If I'm remembering my ballot correctly. If I remember correctly, I think I voted for Dove and Dangerous. Was the Academy on that? Yep. Yeah, I went went with them. 
So we all separated there. Three different parts. Uh, next up, your match of the year. <clears throat> and your nominees were Super Aces versus Jarmy at Bumps in the Night. Jaden versus Chris Brady at Silent Night, Violent Night. Funny Bone versus Zicky Dice at Wicked Games. C4 versus Flaming Aces at Pay Your Dues. But your winner from Multiple Maniacs, the Hammer Brothers versus Midnight Heat. That was a good match. That was a real good match. I voted for C4 and Flaming Aces, but but Hammer, I mean, As the Midnight I. Heat had a tremendous match. Uh, the Hammers were there. Damn. I did the uh, six man. The chaos. Yeah. No, that's New Japan. Chaos. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. You voted the wrong war show. Damn it. <laughs> Joe's voting the New Hampshire primaries tonight. Jesus. My bad. Sorry, guys. I will. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I thought, I mean, I know the, you know, we'll get to a couple words later. Uh, I felt a little bit of an upset. Here to, in my opinion, C four flaming aces Honestly. were was so good. That was such a good, but it also has the uh, misfortune uh, that I find a lot of award shows have, where it was the oldest match on the on the ballot, like it happened the furthest back. That's fair. And and re, re, recency bias is very real, very real when you come to uh, award shows. Look at you, Todd Hilton. God damn, the Hall of Very Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now uh, I got some controversy here. This next award, your most hated. It's the, the Hammer Bros. That's fine. We can move on. Yeah, the Hammer Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Hammer Brothers. Chase James. No, nope. Mr. Ooh La La. How do you guys feel about that? No, that's oh, terrible. Zicky Dice. Terrible. For some reason, they put Caden on here. I don't I don't understand that. That doesn't even make sense. That's just... And like, 1% of people voted for Caden Cassidy, so I'm just going to let you know that he's going to find you 1% and uh, remind you of that. Yep. Uh, but your winner... Uh, Ooh, uh, it's uh, Hammer Brothers. Jonas Albert Robinson. Yeah, no, I, I voted for him. It's it, He's got a very punchable face. Uh... Very easy to dislike. I understand he pushes old women down on the street. Um, and takes their groceries. Yeah, just a bad guy. But we're oddly enough, only the vegetables. Weird. Yeah. I voted for the I, Hammer Brothers. I voted I'm for Mr. Rollout. Well. Joe, they weren't an option. That's why this didn't work. Oh, I, I, I did uh, I did I did I did E. I did fill in fill in the ballot. Yeah. Right in. I did a special write in just to vote <laughs> yeah. for the Hammer Brothers. Yeah. I voted for Rollout because that dude is deplorable and can't dance. What? What? So, I mean, you that. don't have to put down his superior dancing ability. Just yeah, come on, man. Cut of the man's jib. Jeez. Just saying. Now, for the Sweet. most popular, worded correctly on Twitter, uh, your nominees were the Flaming Aces, Jaden, Amira, Most Violent, and your winners. No, so Tim's favorite tag team, the Hammer Brothers. 
I mean, all solid you know, uh, options, very popular. I'm kind of surprised Chris Brady wasn't on the old list there. Um, but yeah, uh, that this was a travesty. Uh, obviously, they they screwed it up backwards. This was supposed to go to the most hated Hammer Brothers. Yep. Instead, yep. it went to most popular. That was a mistake. Mistake. Um, they had it right. For, they had it. They had it right on the social medias for a while. I voted for uh, the Blanchards again, right in. So you were you, the one who voted for him. Even even but, Bubba didn't vote for the Hamblenders. I I voted for them. I wrote it in too. So that's Joe. You can't write. I, I I had the producer write it in for me. So it just it just it just said X. It had an X. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't blank, think I sent a blank check. <laughs> you know I don't think I even sent it in. I think it's still on my uh, drafts. See, there, okay. there you go, Corey. There you go. <laughs> Don't put power in this man's hands. <laughs> put you know what? Put him on. Put Joe on the TCO board. No. Well, might as well. Yeah. Uh. Next award, your tag team of the year. Uh, the Blanchards for some reason nominated. I don't really understand why, but you know whatever. The Blanchards You're were nominated for them. The Empire, Midnight Heat, Flaming Aces, and your winners. No sort of team that's favorite tag team, the Hammer Brothers. Terrible. That's not good. Terrible. As Grill Monster would say, a miscarriage of justice. That's a twofer tonight. Two awards. Look out, Oppenheimer. Coming down for your record. I mean, you know. Oppenheimer. Hammer Brothers. They're what you would call in the business as over. So. Allegedly. Yeah, they're, they're, Allegedly. They're over. I, even I can't deny that. They're very over. Yes, they are. Yeah, I noticed your uh, your 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 uh, your cocaine connection. The Frerers were on this list. Well, well, well they're they new. Just they're new. Up. They they're, just be, showed up. They'd be newcomers for next yeah. year. Yeah. They should have won the newcomer this year. They should have. They should have yeah. on there. Um, they'll win all the awards next year. Don't worry about. It. Yep. Guarantee. Oh, there it is. The Joe Lessel guarantee. And your final award of the night for Wrestler of the Year. Your nominees were Zicky Dice, Amira, Chris Brady, Caden Cassidy, who I voted for, and your winner, Funny Bone. I mean, let's be honest. In all seriousness, this this one was a was pretty pretty self-explanatory. It was a <laughs> runaway. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of drama on this one. Not, not uh, so much. The, he's undoubtedly the face of the company. The crowd mm-hmm. fucking loves him. He's got a real connection and had a dominant fucking year holding the belt almost the entire way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Once he got rid of that uh, no good Vinny Massaro. Well, easy to money bones. He's too busy putting himself over shoot legends. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> But get your tickets now for pal. Um, you know what, guys? I don't know if you uh, you know, remember we had a, another guy on the show a time being. Um, I think his name was like no, no, yeah. so Hall of Famer Ricky. No, the, no, the other guy, AJ uh, Cervantes. No, Devin? not AJ or Devin. The other guy, Keith. Uh oh, yeah. oh, you yep. mean uh, no? Huh? What's that dude's name? Uh, Hold on, I've almost got it. 
Uh, John? Bradshaw Layfield? (laughs) (laughs) Hawks? You know, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Jeff? Was it Jeff? I think it's Jeff. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're talking about the only voice of a generation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. The lonely Toshi. Got it. There it is. Jeff Mack. As... I don't call him that anymore. <laughs> I can call him whatever I want. Yeah. His already still is. <laughs> the few never dies, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. So before the storm, I storm. Um, Jeff did send us his uh, new uh, his uh, Wrestle Kingdom review. So um, we're going to play it now for you, and you get to listen to see what uh, Jeff thought of uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You know, bucket list checked off. So uh, the producer will be putting it in right about now. Happy New Year. The Dakai Sensei, Jeff Mack, back once again in 2024 to bring you the Japanese wrestling news. And while there have been news stories of plenty to talk about, if we're talking about Japanese wrestling in January, you have to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 18 at the Tokyo Dome. And this year, no amount of little bitches were going to get in my way to finally fulfill my dream and see this show live. And now, I know the guys have either just finished talking about the show or are about to talk about the show. So I'm not going to go through this match by match or else we'd be here for ages. We'd be WrestleMania 12 all over again. But I just want to give you some of my quick thoughts about my experience at the Tokyo Dome. So first things first, I want to talk about the Tokyo Dome itself. It's a great place to go watch anything. I've seen a concert. I've seen a baseball game there. And now getting to see Wrestle Kingdom, great views, even if you're up in the second deck, if you're on the floor. I was in the uh, first uh, floor seating uh, in between uh, 40 rows up, and I could still see almost everything clearly. Uh, The far left corner of the ring was a little obscured by the lighting structure, but it's fairly see-through. You can easily make out what was going on over there. Um... There were some massive lines for especially uh, merchandise outside. I think that's why there was a bit of a late arriving crowd. Um, You have to get in early. The queue to get in just at the door open was probably a couple hundred people long at my gate. And I wanted to make sure I was in in time for the Rambo because who wants to miss the Rambo? The Rambo was amazing. Isika came back. As for the crowd itself... Easily the most overact there was Tetsuya Naito. I would say between 80 and 90% of the merch that I saw people wearing at the Dome was either LIJ or Naito related. And if you want to talk about pure energy, uh, nothing is ever going to top doing the roll call at the end. Something, of course, that was denied four years ago by Kenta. Almost denied this time by Evil, which was a great moment. But when they fin- when Naito finally hit the roll call, finally hit the Deha Pon, 
the energy from that crowd was like nothing I've ever experienced. I'm not saying it's 85 Hogan, but you're getting pretty darn close with how over Tetsuya Naito is. As for the next most over person with the crowd, I would have to say it's Will Ospreay. Ospreay's entrance was fantastic. Tip of the hat moment was a really cool gesture. But when he comes down and they do the Osprey, Osprey, that crowd was electric. Gave me goosebumps. And it just kind of continues to show the disappointment of Will Ospreay going away from New Japan to AEW. Understand he made a choice for himself. I hope he goes well in AEW for him. But that New Japan crowd absolutely loves Will Ospreay. So it's sad to see him go. As for the match of the night, no surprise. And it is now the best match I have ever had a chance to see in person. And that match is Okada and Danielson. This was a dream come true for me. Uh, Danielson is my favorite wrestler of all time. Okada is number three on that list. And to see those two live and to have them wrestle such a wonderful match, the only bad part of the match is that it finished. This match could have easily gone on for another 20, 30, 40, 60 minutes. I don't care. I would have watched that match all night long. Then they just went the next night at New Year's Dash and teamed together along with Moxley and Ishii to create the greatest four-man tag team I've ever seen in my life, which somehow also led to us probably getting another Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. match, which is fantastic, and I can't wait to see that. Also, getting to see ZSJ do his thing live against Tana and just somehow carrying Tana to a fantastic match was just amazing to watch. As for the match that might surprise people on how good it is, Tama Tonga and Shingo Takagi, an absolute banger of a match. You guys undersell how good Tama Tonga is. He has really put in the work the last couple of years to be a top-rate in-ring performer. He's not at the top level, and it does help that you're wrestling Takagi, who is just unbelievably good but Tom upheld his own the big question is why did they put the belt on Tama if they knew he was leaving in a month that's right Tama Tonga announced after the show after he won the never open weight title that he's leaving New Japan and he wants to move back closer to home I've also heard rumors about our new tag team champions, uh, El Fantasmo and Hikaleo, coming up on their contracts at the end of January as well. Hopefully they're re-signing because you need as many tag teams as you can in New Japan right now. So some interesting moves on the title front. But before I go on for another three hours, I'm going to kick it back to the guys in the studio I will be back next week to talk about the state of stardom at the beginning of 2024. As for this week, thank you very much. Arigato gozaimasu. And my question to the guys, where do you place Bushimon all time as tag team champions? All right. Uh, Corey, you're going to... Yeah. Uh, Jeff's question. Uh, Bushimon... Uh... Definitely a uh, a good tag team, dominant for the past three or four years. 
but they're going to suffer from being the dominant champions in an era where there weren't a lot of dominant teams to wrestle. I mean, dangerous techers were good, but uh, a weak era for tag teams in that company. So it's it's going to be be tough so for them to be remembered. But they're really good. I mean, it's faint praise, sort of. Yeah, like Hiroki Goto, solid as ever. Yoshihashi has really found himself and has really found himself as a tag team kind of specialist. They're a really good team, but it's it's like, I mean, they're better than the team I'm going to name. So don't get me, but I'm going to compare it to a time frame. It's like the Smoking Guns in the WF in 94, 95, early 96. It's like they were mm. by far the best tag team, but look who they were wrestling. I, I get true? That. Were, they, I get were that. they by far the best tag team? At that time frame in the WF? Yeah. Far and away. Damn. Uh, because the, the Quebecers had left. The Head Shrinkers, by the time the Guns became the dominant team, the Head Shrinkers were all but broken up, and they brought Barbarian in to replace one of them. Uh, yeah, the guns. I mean, because the... and what I mean is they were real. They were a real team. I mean, Owen and Yoko were great, but they were thrown together just to right. have something to do. Like you had Men on a Mission and Well Done, and the Bushwhackers were still around, <laughs> and fucking yeah, like. And then later, later on, it improved a little with the Body Donnas and the New Rockers, but that wasn't exactly great either. So, yeah, they were by far the best team, but a really terrible time period. And I, I looked at it like this. Like, WCW didn't have the greatest tag teams either, but they had Harlem Heat and the Nasty Boys and the Stud Stable and the Blue Bloods. And I remember, in, like, in 95, the, me and my friends would talk about, it, like, at best, the Smoking Guns could go to WCW and be, like, the fourth best tag team in the company. Mm-hmm. But they were by far the best in WWE. That's crazy. Hmm. Shout um, out to Bart Gunn for knocking out JBL. Yeah, we can all agree on that. <laughs> um, the other last night, uh, this past week, sorry, Seth Rollins got hurt. And so last night on Raw, they're like, he's going to make the announcement of what his future is going to be with you know, him being the champion. And it just turns out that he may be just keeping the title till Mania. I hate it. I I do too. I I, I do hate too. it. For two for a for two reasons, right? So like it it's a serious injury. He's waiting on some more tests this week and to see if he can just rehab it through Mania. Um but at some point it's gonna need surgery. Like he's just he's just delaying the inevitable. And what if you fuck it up worse and do some serious, right? like, long-term damage to yourself? Like, with the way that Seth Rollins wrestles, his, a lot of it is predicated on being so athletic. And you start, like, permanently fucking up your knee, that all goes away. Yep. So that's one reason I'm and, not I'm against it. And of all of the years, like, I know, like, <laughs> this, this is the second big injury for this company very early this year. This is the year you could kind of get away with a, a star missing mania. They just added a shit ton of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're loaded know, right now. You could get away with it this year. And so I fear that, like, you know, if it, if it does wind up being Punk and Seth, they can work around because especially the way Punk wrestles now, they can work around that injury. So it's not going to make it worse, theoretically. 
But Adam Cole broke his foot doing jumping two feet to the floor, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, shit happens in this business, and I just think he's risking real long-term damage for a match that can work. I know it's a big match for him, but it, it can wait till SummerSlam or, you know, it doesn't need to happen right this second. He needs to get healthy first. Yeah. I didn't like it for that reason, for his personal health. And I also didn't like it from just an optics point of view. Uh, and the fact that the, uh, if let's say he does wait and has the mania match, Mm-hmm. Well, that means he's probably not working between now and Mania, if at most one time. You know what oh, I mean? he's for sure. I don't think he's for sure in wrestling till Mania. At yeah. All. Well, then that just makes two world champs who are are not around <laughs> doing anything up until Mania. I mean, it's like it's not a good look. You already had to create this fucking belt because the other guy doesn't show up, and now mm-hmm. this guy ain't gonna show up either. Of course, for a legitimate reason, and it's just it's a bad look. And then like. <sighs> Like, as much as I want to see the Punk-Seth match, Seth has to win. Like, Punk doesn't need the title. He only wants the title. He wants the main event, not the title. I Seth has to win. And if he's fucking hurt, he can't win. Oh, like, there was Punk no has way. Punk go was, over at that point. But... There was no way he was beating Punk at Mania. If they have a match, Punk was going over a 100%. Oh, I think, I think Seth should win. Oh, he should, but that ain't what's going to happen. So I do you just, think? He, do you uh, think he probably will? Whoever faces Seth, well, if Seth he has, has to lose him, now. Like, yeah, exactly. He, I was say Seth has to lose no matter what. Which is why I I wish they had vacated or just had like a, what I whatever the idea like just have Drew face somebody like Cody or Paul, whoever just face well, somebody for the vacant title. They have the fucking answer right there on Raw. Just during that fucking promo, instead of Gunther coming out and fucking mm-hmm. having what was it? It was an okay promo. I saw it. They, they, that was good, but they hinted, unnecessary. They hinted at a match down the line, which would draw money. Well, mm-hmm. in most companies, uh, they don't. It would draw money. They just don't need to draw money here. They, they, they fall asleep and draw money here. Uh, they why not have Priest come out, cash hit him, attack him, cash in, boom, he's the new champ, and then you can do whatever you have to do to either get it off him or hold it mm-hmm. for him until main. I don't know, whatever. But you, you're going to have to do something with that goddamn briefcase anyway, and this guy's injured, so it's literally right there. Yeah, I mean that's fair, and like you know, Priest is there all the time. He can work a whole bunch. Even if it, you just want to have him lose it at the Rumble against Drew or something, hell, right? I don't know. It, 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 it get it off Seth. It goes perfectly into Priest and Drew already having issues. Like it was a per. It's you're right. It's a perfect storyline. And then the other week, they had the Drew Punk promo, which I didn't like much, but it set up a match. You could have oh, gone to Drew Punk at Mania. I loved it. I, it, I, 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 loved, think, I love this Drew. I love this Drew. I, I like this Drew, but I didn't like the whole, I was in a bad place and I needed you to hold my hand uh, part of it. I didn't like that at all. Uh, I thought that hurt him, actually. And, and I didn't think Punk had his fastball on that promo. It was he was still really good, oh. but I don't know. Uh, he wasn't supposed to. Like that's the whole point with him and with the Seth promo too. He's not supposed to. The whole point of those first two promos was Punk sitting there eating crow. That was the whole point. Is he wasn't going to say anything back to them because he didn't need to. He was supposed to take whatever they said to him, like as mouthpieces for the company or the fans or whatever. That was the whole point. Last night's was where he got to. Be punk, 
I love last night. Uh, what was the whole? Uh, I already forgot. I had a fucking point about it, and I already forgot it. Cause I, <laughs> he said something that made me like audibly laugh. Uh, uh, that he's oh, more he can more... Separ- he can separate personal from professional. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like something he's real good at. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. It's they maybe they have wrong uh priest do it next week just because I I know they're not, but it's just so I know I I know we're gonna we're gonna review it in a minute, but I haven't been paying attention. Is Rollins even working the Rumble? No, no. So I don't think no. they have no title matches at the Rumble. No, nope. Oh, well, okay. no, they have the they have the IC title. Yeah, no, I meant the actual world title. Oh, the, the, no, no main titles, no. Oh, okay, um, cool. Let me tell you right now, there's four matches. And two of them are oh, yeah, rumbles. Sorry, that's not true. Yeah, they have, they, have a fatal, they have a fatal four-way. Yeah, they have a fatal four-way. Oh, so Roman's working, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Roman's working, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, well, they actually got him to show up? Cool. Right. I'm so out on him, too. Oh, my God. Um, when you make WCW champion 1997 Hulk Hogan look like a work rate monster who shows up all the time, then you're never there. Um, the reason we bring, uh, Seth injury was Kenny Omega, um, you know, had to leave, you know, health reasons. And it sounds like he still hasn't had surgery yet. No, they can't get the. Is it blood pressure that has to be down, or something has to be down before they can do the surgery? It's either blood pressure or clotting. I can't remember yeah. which issue it is. And they haven't been able to get that under control yet. So yeah, he's still is waiting. Divert diverticulitis is fucking serious. Uh, would you put it at fifty fifty if Omega ever wrestles again? I'd say that's an incredibly fair number right now 50 50 because i mean he is and, and once possibly you broken down anyways and this I'm, is a terrible rehab process 50 50 and i'm kind of pointing downwards yeah it's it's not great not good at all like i mean like you know i'm sure you could get him a final match somewhere but like He's for sure done as a full time wrestler. Like I, you know, yeah, he was already uh, hinting at being done anyways. This is just going to speed that timeline up, and talk like, about bad luck, horrible luck. And you know, Brock went through this at the end of his UFC career, and it derailed that career, which is why the big reason he came back is he just he couldn't fight anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I no, never it's, heard it's of it until good. Brock. I had never heard of this thing. <laughs> I don't think I had heard it until Brock got it either. Same. Sure. I, I don't think so. Yeah. That sucks. A lot yeah. of injuries going around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, they, I, and they could use him right now, so it's a, it's a real shit timing for them, too. Like, you two are way higher on the punkster at this point than I am. Uh, does this injury 
curtail some of the enthusiasm over the Seth Punk match. I mean, it's not going to be as good. No oh, it does for that. me. It does for me. Yeah. Um, because like like I said, they can work around the injury, but that means that limits what the match could be. Yeah, that's not good. You know, like the build could still be great, but like the match, you know, unless they fucking pull the rabbit out of their hat, it can't be as good as it could have been. Um, that's why kind of like pivoting to almost to Drew Punk would have been better at this point. Well, I think I know why they haven't done that yet, is it came out that Drew still has not resigned. Yeah. He he can leave uh, his, right after Mania. And, and his contract's up right after Mania. Uh, I think he eventually resigns, but I think he would be smart to see what is out there. And if no other reason, then he could make so much money on the indies. I was going to say, like, I like, mean, I wouldn't you, hate if, that for him at all. If you want to stay, I mean, they're hot right now. So, yeah, you'd want to stay in WWE, but I don't know. With all the guys they've brought in and possibly Okada as well, I, right. I may fucking jump. It might be the best move for him. Um, Like if it's to AEW, I mean, they could use that immediate influx of a main event star. And if it's exactly. just doing what Cardona did, because Cardona is raking in piles of cash. Like, well, well Drew you know, would, Drew would destroy on the indie scene, like in such a good way. Where you know you know where Cardona got the idea that he's doing right now, don't you? Cody. Drew's first time around. No, Drew. Drew, yeah. Drew was Drew was before Cody. He went out there mm-hmm. and just fucking totally remade himself on the indies, worked his fucking ass off, created this new look and game, and yeah, I mean he was the one that really spearheaded that whole thing. So I can definitely see. I mean he got fired. That's why he had to do it. But right, I can right, definitely right. see him going back this time. So you know what? Yeah. I did it once. Do it again. <laughs> Cornette told a story on his podcast this week. He was doing some like weird guest commentary in like Ireland or some shit. Like he just got talked into doing it. And <clears throat> he was whatever. The card was nothing. And then this like this big fucker came out. And it was Drew McIntyre. Galloway, is that what he was? Yeah, Drew Galloway. Um, and he was like, Jesus Christ. This oh that's right. He was at Mania Week, and that's where he was doing it. And so he came out and wrestled. He couldn't remember who the wrestler was, but somebody who actually wound up being in NXT. He's like, this dude is giant as hell, can work, has a great look, and that's the night he came back. Like, he debuted in WWE that later that night. Yeah. So, like, he went from that 3MB, you know, twig that he was, kind of a nothing character, to this, what he is now. And, you know, I think he should test free agency and just see what is out there, see what his asking price is. Is I think, I mean, he's going to get paid wherever he goes. It's going to be a nice, nice raise. But I think he would be doing himself a disservice if he signed without looking first. And you know, to be honest with you, he's a good fit for AEW stylistically. What's great about him is he's a good fit everywhere. Exactly. I mean, he he fits in. He he could go back to <laughs> TNA. He was a former TNA world champ. Right? Imagine him and Hammerstone? Yeah. No, I was gonna say imagine him <laughs> imagine him and Brody King in AEW. Yeah. Imagine him against Darby <laughs> Allen. Like oh, the things man. he could do with Darby Allen. The things mm-hmm. he could do with Takeshta. Drew and Takeshta? Drew and Powerhouse Hobbs. So I mean there's Fuck it. Drew in Japan. <laughs> yeah, Drew in Japan. Yeah, like New Japan, bring him over for a G one or something. Like mm-hmm. Tons of options for him. He's the one guy that I would, I mean, I wouldn't blame him if he re-signed. I mean, come <laughs> on, it's money's, 
right? It's where you can have the biggest name. So at the end of the it's day, money, it's comfort, like you know. Yeah, but oh, he he's he's the one dude in that company that. Well, I mean, Gunther could too, but he's the one dude in that company where I'm like, oh. mm, he'd fit in anywhere, and the sky's the limit. So God, I was when you said it, Corey. That reminded me, I was going to bring this up earlier <laughs> when you brought up Gunther. As much as I want that Punk Seth match, what it was going to be, because it can't be that now. I am so looking forward to Brock versus Gunther Mania. Right? Holy shit. Like that. Oh my God. That's my that's my match right there. Like, I just want to see what happens when Gunther chops Brock, because Brock does not like liberties being taken on him. And I just want to see what happens. You 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 oh. remember when uh Strowman, yeah. you know oh. oh I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see that again. Because yeah. holy hell, that match has me so giddy. What if The Rock decides, you know what? I got to do it this year. I just, it's important to me to get this done this year. Mm-hmm. And Cody gets robbed of his opportunity again to finish this story. Yeah. And he doesn't resign. I wonder what he would do. Cody, you know, it matters to him. That whole shit matters to him. Finishing the story and getting the title. Right. That's all the only reason he went back. Right. Well, yeah. You know, um, other what if, what, what if, <laughs> what if someone's like, eh, that doesn't work for me, brother? What would Cody do? I just, I don't ever see him leaving, is the thing. Oh, I do. He would leave in a minute because he's the ultimate um, carney. He's kind of like punk. You, if they, uh, if someone threw enough money at him, he'd leave the next day and start it all over again, finish his story where he never got to do it there. You know what I mean? Like, he's like his dad. Those old school wrestlers, they would leave at the drop of a hat and go to the next place. I think he's the perfect fit here. And I think this is where he should stay. See, I heard he already resigned. Is that not accurate? I I think they are, he's, his camp is purposely being vague about it. Because that's how you keep your name out there. I think he resigned. They gave him a contract. Too. They gave him a contract in October, but there's there's both sides as to whether he's fucking signed that contract or not. Gotcha. But I assume he did. Why wouldn't he? I think he did. Hell, my joke is how they put him on the new 2K24 cover. I think he resigned. Oh yeah. Um. I don't know about McIntyre. Booble, did you see his new promo he cut for like social media? When? Today, like today or last no. night? No. He basically was. Uh, he's like, yeah, I saw your, I saw uh, Cody and Punk's promo. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Maybe. this like this dismissive, just like how how am I trying to put this like. It's not even not like disrespect. It's not even like disrespect. Exactly. It's not even disrespect, right? It's just, he has a chip on his shoulder. He's I like, like I know I'm better than all of you, and I'm going to fucking prove it. I love this. Like, I he got so shit on for being the COVID champion, which was not his fault. He did a great fucking job. But now and he I wants to prove fact- that he can do it at, with fans. I love this character. I love the fact that they're playing into that. 100%. Because for, for a couple of years, it was only the hardcore fans like us that were always like, man, Drew got fucked. 
and they're just not doing a goddamn thing about it. He he did everything he just possibly could done. He held him. Mm-hmm. He did. He held interest up. He had fucking banger matches, and got fucked. And I'm glad they're playing into it because that's the shit that that's compelling, right? And makes for good fucking wrestling. Yeah, they uh, it, you should find it. It's like a two minute. I think he did on TikTok or Instagram Reels, but uh, like but he since brings he brought up, it up. Yeah, we have to talk about the promo last night. Yeah, so I, I loved it. I, uh, I still, I this might be a hot take. I still like Drew's promo at Punk better, but. Having Cody and Punk play off of each other, it was phenomenal. It was really, really good. I'm a little confused by the timing of it. Like, it was this really just to pump up interest in the Rumble? Because having those two trade barbs back and forth seems like it should be a whole much bigger deal than just to talk about how the Rumble, there's no friends. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of the other way. Uh, so because. But this helps set, like make the point that for the first time, and Corey, you would know this better than me, and I don't even know how many years, there's not like a clear winner for a Rumble, finally. Oh, there, yeah, are three, yeah. there are three people who absolutely have to win in Drew, Punk, and Cody. So that's it's really, point. really intriguing. Like and, like with the women's one, like it's pretty much Becky. Like that's, you know, which is fine. You know, a lot of the smart money's on Bailey for some reason. It's on Bailey. Yeah. Because they want Bailey, Bailey, Rhea. But, uh, like, I, I like that they, and because, like, they didn't, like, they hit a couple shots at each other, but they didn't go, you know, MJF Punk super deep. They left a little on the bone for definitely after Mania. Um, I do think they got a little too full of themselves towards the end. And what I mean by this is, and you'll understand what I mean by this, is they, after the talking, they kind of stared at each other and tried to do the Rock Hogan, where they oh, look to one side of the crowd. Everybody does that. It's so annoying, and it didn't work. And what's crazy is, like, I think they're. I mean, they have for since he came back, they're clearly foreshadowing Punk as a heel. I mean, clearly, because I know Punk is popular, and he is, but Cody is the clear babyface in that scenario, and they were the Cody chants were way louder than Punk. Well, it's always good to have people just play a, an amped-up vo- uh, version of themselves, so it makes all the sense in the world for Punk to be a heel. It'd be great. He's great at it. Yeah, he's like dick. What, like yeah, he, absolutely. Going into he's the like Rumble. He's just Hulk Hogan without the racism. I mean... He solved it, remember? No, he's, no we're not talking Cody. We're talking Punk. Oh, oh, oh okay. He's okay. Hulk Hogan without the racism. Okay. Um... Because, yeah, going into this Rumble, there isn't, you know, you have your three guys, but that's why they also threw Gunther in. Yeah, the, I was him say, saying, he, he said say, he, when he wins, he's taking on Rollins at Mania. You can almost say Gunther. I mean, he doesn't have to win, but he would be a believable winner. So you can even throw him into that list. I mean, he finished second last year. It went an hour yeah. or something, right? Plus? Yeah. 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 Notice no SmackDown guys in that list of guys who need to win. I mean, uh, so honestly, it would have been Orton, but he's in the title match. Uh, I, I, I admit I don't watch. Are there any other, like, believable challengers on SmackDown that aren't in that four-way? Nope. No. That is that is it. Wow. Okay, so cool. So there's the, only, there's so only the Rumble been, will be they... like, 
The Rumble will be 27 Raw guys and three SmackDown in, dudes. In the Rumble right now. <laughs> I'll I'll, I will just tell you this right now. When we do the review in a little bit, um, there's only been eight people that have oh been announced. So. Yeah, it's fine. I'm fine with that. I like that because and it's a surprise also, factor. I also don't want to know who they are, Joe, so don't say them. I won't, but I would just say this. One's from SmackDown. Well, by process of elimination, we know four of them already. That's half the field. <laughs> yeah. So. I, um, yeah. But uh, but going into this week for AEW, um, Adam Copeland versus uh, Minoru Suzuki is the a Cope thing. Open. The Cope Open. Cope Open. Uh, he did cut a promo on Collision saying that all the young Young guys are coming out to answer his challenges, but where are all the veterans? He doesn't see any old timers coming out to face him. And then boom, murder grandpa. Um, this is why I like AEW though, and I'm happy it exists, because you just out of nowhere get a match like this that you would have never ever imagined. But like, you know what I really need? Edge versus Minoru Suzuki. But you get it. Which I prefer to like Ivar taking on Chad Gable for the fourth week in a row. Yeah. Um, but I just hope Murder Grandpa just like destroys his chest. <laughs> like, just destroy, you know, like the, he's not going to do chops, you know? I've, he, uh, I've, I've enjoyed the Cope Open. I like the, um, plus it's getting him in the ring with the young guys that he wanted to work with. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Dude, the main event on Collision this week should be fucking awesome. Did you see that? The six-man. Oh, yeah, FTR, FTR. Garcia against House yeah. of Black in a cage match. Elimination match. Yeah. That um, should be really good. Corey, what do you think of uh, Bang Bang Scissor Gang that the Acclaimed and Bullet Club Gold have now merged? Oh, I don't buy it. It's like when fucking Sting joined the Horsemen. The Bullet Club are going to fucking turn on. I hope so. Cause you're kill- yeah. you're killing me here. You're killing yeah. me here. Yeah. The, as soon as it was brought up, I was like, oh, they're just going to fucking Anderson these fuckers. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> you idiots. Almost, almost scissors? I hope. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Well, Sid got it. He had it coming, right? No. I like, um, that, I like that they won the Ring of Honor six-man titles, the Bullet Club Gold did. And immediately in a backstage promo, they fired Card Blade because he isn't holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah. And then uh, replaced him with Rock Card, the Juice <laughs> Robinson cutout. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I, I Once I saw that, I was, we, we, in the, everybody in the room was like, what? When the, the, the teams combined, it's just like, come on. It's we talked about it. We talked about earlier about how like Jay White left New Japan and this is what he's getting. You can't trust you can't trust Jay White. There's, there's no I, way. Yeah, uh, I yeah. mean he's this guy. He, he's like the Ric Flair of modern wrestling when it comes to like you. He's gonna turn on you. That's what he does. No matter who you are. Like, I mean, if I was the Guns and Juice, I'd have a side eye. Like it's it's eventually he'll turn on them. Yeah, that's just what he does. So we shall see. Um, Corey. Yeah. Since we didn't have power and you were living the, you know, the uh, luxurious life of uh, having power, you got to watch TNA and the New Japan shows. Yep. 
And you want to know, you want to know real quick, you want to know how lucky I am, Joe? How I have found this out. L- living in this little pocket of hell that I live in, uh, <laughs> I have found out that for some reason, though, it's a good thing. Because when it's ice storms or the smoke from year, a couple years back or, or the f- fires, for some reason, this little loop doesn't get affected much. Now, most of the people around me in apartment complexes complex not, didn't have power for like a week. Even some of the loop I live on didn't have power for a week. But for some reason, I was fine. Or it's because you're channeling high voltage. Right? I mean, I don't know what goes on, but every time, some, every time there is some sort of fucking disaster that's going on around here, for some reason, my little pocket of hell doesn't get affected. That's awesome. We, Joe, Joe, and on that note, by the way, apparently next week we're supposed to get hammered with crazy high winds. God damn, God damn it. <laughs> Good, no, it'll, I... it'll blow all the fucking branches around here that haven't been picked up anywhere all over the goddamn place. <laughs> God damn it. No, I was going to say I got lucky with my uh, I didn't have power for a week, but I went to my parents to finally get a shower after four days and a friend of mine lives like down the street from them a couple blocks away, but they didn't have power so I looked and we looked at the outages around my parents and their street was all in white and that means they had power but all around them and like a horseshoe was yep. red all out. That's but that's they how it was had... for us. Yeah, lucky, just lucky. But you got to watch those two shows. How'd they go? TNA Hard to Kill was a was a it was a, it was a good show. It wasn't great, but it was good. Um, Hammerstone and Alexander delivered. That was a really good fucking match. Yeah, I saw the internet fucking losing it over that match. Yeah, it was it was good, dude. It was really good. Everything else was, you know, fair to Midland. There was some stuff that was bad. It's TNA, so you know you, you're, you're gonna, gonna get highs. The big view. You're gonna get highs and you're gonna get lows. But yo, Nick Nimeth, the uh, high signing. That's a good signing for them, and I think for him, that's mm-hmm. a good place. Now on Impact, it was even better because Nick Nimeth comes out for a promo, and he talked. It was a good promo. He talked about how. Uh, this is he was intimidated, he was nervous because for the first time he had to do this as Nick Nimeth, he didn't have a, a gimmick to fall back on, and and you know, and uh, Steve Macklin came out, former Impact World Champion, and cut a really good promo talking about how, like, I was where you were, you know, three years ago when I got fired and I came here and I worked hard, which Nimeth said he would do work from the bottom, go up. He's excited to be here, and Macklin pretty much called him a liar and said, I don't fucking believe you. You're here to take a spot. You're here to, you're here to stab, backstab, kiss ass, and you know get the world title and feed your ego. It was a good promo, but the, what made it a great promo was his final line: "Nobody is ever going to remember Nick Nimeth. All they're going to ask is what the hell happened to Dolph Ziggler." Tell me when I'm telling lies. And it was, and then then they they got into a little fight, but it was that was fucking great. And that's I'm looking forward to a matchup awesome. between them. And then, of course, Osprey and Alexander had another fucking killer match uh, in the main event of Impact. So good. That was it. Was good week for Impact or TNA. Let's hope they can build on it because they need to. It's 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 okay to because now you got your fresh new can of paint. The 
the opening, you know, your TNA again, that'll get you some names. But now you have to actually like keep building on, get some momentum. And did, and did they it not? Comes. And did they with the TNA when they do their shows? It's like the original theme song too. It's the theme song from them? like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That was really popular. Yeah. Um, good. I mean, it was good. New Japan's new beginning was eventful. Um, uh, they set up uh, well no, the new beginning was it was okay they had the main event was uh, uh, King of Pro Wrestling uh, Great Khan got that title back hold on let me pull up my gimmick here well, why you do that didn't why you did it hey now look out might poke someone's eye out with that guy um, didn't uh, Jack Perry show up yeah, the uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, Jack Perry showed up and attacked uh, Shota Umino. Poor Shota, just everybody fucking attacks him. Can't can't get a break. Even come, you know, gets attacked every fucking night in Japan by his former friend, and then comes to America to have a match. Six man tag, nice little six man tag. Teams with Jacob Fatu, and I got news for you. Jacob Fatu did everything under the moon to get a fucking job with New Japan in this match. Uh, he he did moves I'm not even sure have been invented yet. Um, he wants in in the worst way, and then after the match, showed us feeling good, and then boom, gets a fucking attacked again, and it's fucking Jack Perry, who apparently is at least going to work New Japan America for a while. Um, uh, not bad. We'll see where it goes. Um, but the other big match on that one was the uh, Shota Umino John Moxley no DQ match, which was fucking awesome. And evil. then uh, Okada. Evil. No, no, no. This is the America one. I'm going over real quick. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And then Okada and Will Ospreay was, as you could imagine, fucking great too. But yeah, the New Japan, the night one of the New Beginning. I mean, we kind of knew Evil was going to beat Tamatanga since Tom was leaving. So Evil is the new open weight champion, and uh, that's the only big match that happened here. They've really spread out the big matches over the New Beginning Tour this month. Uh, there's a huge... And if they put all the matches together, it would rival Wrestle Kingdom in terms of a big card. But they're spread it out over a you know, number of nights. Tonight, in fact, in Corican Hall is the six-man tag title match with Okada's final match in Corican Hall, which you got to figure TMDK is going to beat them to win those titles because... Although it wouldn't put it... It wouldn't surprise me if they win and then just vacate the titles. That's happened before, too, when people leave. Like when Nakamura left, he was never beaten for the Intercontinental title. They just vacated it. Um, uh, what other matches tonight? Oh, uh, you, you, you're, uh, no, uh, Shota Umino and Ren Narita finally going one-on-one. So he might get some revenge tonight. But, I mean, the 11th, they have the five-on-five cage match. They haven't had a cage match in 20 years. Brian Danielson's coming in to take on Zack Sabre that night. I mean, they have a lot of big matches planned this month. It's going to be fun to watch. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I need to find the Osprey Okada match because I saw like a reversal chain that happened and like blew my mind on that. It's on New Japan World, but it's only in Japanese. Uh, Battle in the Valley is. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what it is. The American version takes a month or so to get on there because you have to buy that um, paper. Ticket. But okay. the Japanese version's on there. Live, yeah. There. yeah. Okay. So we talked also, about... 
Okay. <clears throat> also on New Japan World, real quick, since it was involved a New Japan wrestler, uh, they have the Alexander Osprey match from Impact this past week on there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we've talked about it here and there, but uh, this upcoming Saturday, not Sunday, Gunther, Saturday <laughs> is. Did did you not? Did, I know Just you hated this in Germany, Joe. It's fine. There it is. Um, but I know uh, or Austria, I guess. Yeah, Austria. I know you guys hate it, but my joke is: Did you not not love the fact when uh, anytime they mentioned the Royal Rumble, the logo popped up in the corner? Oh, uh, I get it. It's smart uh, marketing, but goddamn, yeah, it was driving me nuts. Like, why not just le- like leave it leave on the it screen there? with a countdown? Yeah. Like right, Royal Rumble in six days, makes sense. They, they did bring uh, back ro- the Rumble by numbers, so yeah. I haven't watched that yet. So I'll probably watch it on Saturday. Did um, at least Gunther saying that it was Sunday wasn't the biggest mistake that night, uh, Michael Cole, as he made sure to let us know that uh, Cody is going for his second straight Rumble win, and there's only one man in history who's won back to back Rumbles, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Whoops. And then later on in the night, I watched the clip. Later on in the night, had to be uh, had to go on there and say, actually, Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan have also won back to back rumbles. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> oops. Yeah, I wonder if he went if he was trying like he fucked up and was trying to say no one has done it since Stone Cold, but maybe. I think that's yeah. what he probably meant to say in that way of. You know. Isn't that crazy that he said that? That's not even his biggest blunder ever on commentary. I can't believe he kept his job after that. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Vince McMahon so, has fired people for coughing. Well, and, right. and this guy gives away the main event an hour before it goes on air and mm. nothing happens to him. Well, they have. Well, I mean, Heidenreich happened to him. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to make a grown albino rape you. Well, they got. You got. Um, you, you know, you're talking about firing. Well, it sounds like SmackDown's letting go of uh, Kevin Patrick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? Because he just didn't fit. I feel bad for him because I mean, he, I'm sure he tried hard, but he was not a good fit. He was all British and breathy. <laughs> he, you could almost not hear him <laughs> like Corey uh, Graves, but I feel like scream just to uh, it was it was not a good fit. I learned like three days ago he's Irish. <laughs> yeah. There you go. New, news to me. <laughs> I thought he was British. <laughs> yeah, like, apparently he's good at like the other shit he calls. He's just not. This is not the thing for him. Which is okay. It doesn't have to I be for everybody. I still can't believe they got rid of Facebook Phillips. He was by far oh the best God. one, and now he's killing it in TNA. Um, he, I can't believe they're like, yeah, nope, not good enough. So who do you think? Who do you think? What What do you think they will do? Do you think they take the guy oh, from NXT, make... or do you think Cole's is going back? Oh, they're going to fucking make Cole work another goddamn night again. Because mm-hmm. they're afraid to fucking let go completely. I mean, they couldn't get rid of Jr. fast enough. This guy's almost as old as their Jr. was when they tried to kick him out of there for good in two thousand eight, and they just <laughs> boom, they just won't. They're... He states mm-hmm. when he's done. He's done, and you'll never hear from him again. He has said that for ten years now, Cole. I, 
Like, I commend them for trying with Patrick. Like, you need yeah. to try it with somebody new. If it doesn't work, that's fine. Like, you can just try again with somebody else. Like, Honestly, the guy from NXT needs to be brought up. He's perfectly good at it as well. And plus, it, he would probably love to be away from Booker. Uh, but then, know. who do you put in NXT? Just a fucking Irish guy that didn't work out on SmackDown? What do you do? I mean... Well, they have, I don't know. They also, they have, it's those things if you watch, I guess they have other commentary. Like they have the someone with Barrett on main event. Or they have the guy, if they still do that, like the up and coming NXT. They still NXT. do main event. Yeah. Huh. Um, and, and then they also have the other NXT show, like the up and comers that's like Peacock only. Oh, level up. Level up. And I have never watched a second of level up. I can't. I have not that. either. But I know there's. I think there's other commentators on that as well. Well, what, time to all move them up. <laughs> it's yes, called uh, NXT Level Up. It's for the guys that aren't good enough to get on the NXT show. It's like it's wrestlers their, and whatever. It's their dark, yeah. basically. It's yeah. their Etsy version of dark, and dark was better than this. Yeah, this was, is guys that are straight out of. These are the guys that they signed, but they're. They found out they're not worth investing in, and the guys who just got out of bump class with the fucking uh, uh, hmm. head head pace on, uh, with different announcers and shit that they're also training. So it's okay. it's really a minor. I mean, I've never watched it, and I'm not. I don't. I know I sound like I'm dogging it. Honest to God, I would probably enjoy it because I'll say I kind of into the idea to be honest. <laughs> because as you guys know. I like watching the young guy. I like to see who's on the up. I like to see who's on the come up. I like to see. You like, what, you like watching young boys? Yes, uh, I, knew, I was trying to avoid saying it like that because of YouTube. But you got. <laughs> you can it. watch. You can then you can go watch uh, Lexi King. There you go. Yeah. Oh um, Jesus. So honestly, I would probably enjoy it from that aspect, but mm. I don't know. I just haven't watched it yet. Um, as... it's like a half hour. It's not even long either. Yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, I think it's just like three said. matches, if not. Yeah, hey now. Um, while we're recording, two, th- two of the things popped up in the WWE mentioned as we were about to talk about. Oh my uh, God, Joey, more breaking news, Joe. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, it's just small ones. Uh, okay. Regal, Regal showed up on NXT, so he's on camera now. Well, yeah, the year's up, but he's but not, not the. But, he's not. But there's GM. no use. Yeah, there's no yeah. use for him yet. It's not time to yell war games. But they just had him show up, <laughs> and then. Um, John Cena says that he has his retirement years at 50, so he has three years left to here and there. So three Yeah, he's, he said that he doesn't have much time left, and he wants to... And it's three years now, 50. As, as, you know, corporate speak, I fucking hate... He's got an exit strategy in mind. Gross. Yeah, right? I just... You know what's crazy about that? Like, I know that he's he's an all timer there, right? He's he's on their Mount Rushmore, right? And he deserves to be. He for sure does. But like, is there anybody who has ever been more boring as the face of a company than John Cena? No, dude, it's like watching Bill Belichick talk. Like, can you just have fucking personality? My God, I think that's why the company dipped for so long when it did. They put. I mean, I get it. He drew. He put butts in the seats, so you mm-hmm. go with him. That's the whole point of the business. However, <laughs> there's never been a guy on top who legitimately, and I'm including Bob Backlund in this, that right. to me was so dry. Like, all right, like, I get it. People hate on this dude, but like, 
The Miz and doing press interviews is so entertaining. John Cena yeah. sucks. I even watched a comedy a comedy podcast called Whiskey Ginger with Andrew Santino, who is fucking hilarious, and he got fuck all of nothing out of him. Like he yeah. brought up like his rap career, right? Like not in a joking way, but he like he legitimately liked the yeah, whatever. And Cena just no sold it and moved on from the topic. I'm like Jesus, dude. There's something fucking happened. Okay, I just watched all those 2004 pay-per-views, right? Something fucking happened between the time he won the world title and the time he moved to, and about the, a year later after that. So, somewhere between April 2005 and April 2006, something fucking happened where he became this totally different human, it seems like. Because he was... Uh, is that when yeah. he got married or divorced? It could have been. It could have been, because I know he had that original marriage. And, uh, fuck, I mean, because he went from the, the dirty rapper and having personality on top of that mm-hmm. to just to just superhero, never give up, never surrender. And it was like, dude, it's, it was almost like he had a lobotomy. And he's been like that fucking robot ever since. I mean, he came off as such an aloof, computerized robot on that fucking diva show the Bella show mm-hmm. uh, with his, Oh my God. Like, and he's his outside wrestling interviews are like that. It's like, Jesus, he's, is this dude he's just... so corporate and it's just boring. Yeah. And it's like, Oh no. Yeah. No, we all know how looking okay. back. I, I don't, I don't deny they should have gone with him because obviously they made tons of money with him, mm-hmm. but fuck not for me. Yeah. Okay. So we have three years left with him. Um, so like, for... I don't give it. For the upcoming Royal Rumble this Saturday, there's only four matches so far. And we know Probably two of them. That's all, you, that's all you need, really. As one's, you know, the men's Royal Rumble. Problem is, it'll still be four hours. <laughs> right? You know, every year I'm going to say until they do, I need the Vince McMahon uh, um, opening. Opening. That'd be awesome. You can have Triple H be impersonating him. I don't care. Make it so. All right. We're going to do it for each match, gentlemen. I want you to give me... Make a prediction. I want you to give me one surprise entrant. All right. What do you guys got? Oh, for the women's? For, for, we'll do uh, the men's first. Women's? Men's. Men's, okay. Men's. Uh, surprise entrant. Uh, let's see. Well, Okada's still under contract. Till the thirty first, so it won't be him. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. I'm gonna say Oka- I'm gonna say Okada. Is it a surprise if it's? I just said he's under contract in New Japan till the thirty first, Joe. So. That's four days later. That's fine. He, he'll find a way. It's, he's just gonna break the law. <laughs> Joe, Joe knows <laughs> on that. an international pay per view. Hey, it's international waters, dude. It's fine. Um, <laughs> is it a surprise if it's within the, the company? Uh, What's that? Maybe who do you got? Braun Breaker. That's fair. They're so loaded with big stars right now that I don't think they're gonna do a huge surprise. They don't need to. Yeah. Uh. So I've seen two. I'm gonna give my pick in a minute, but the one that I've seen everywhere is Ty Dellinger at ten. Yeah. Right. I, I, I like know, him. The... I actually like him, but that's that's a waste. Why? Because because the crowd will pop for the ten. I'll, and, it's I'll Cody, say, and it's Cody's friend. Mine, yeah. 
My actual pick, though, is Matt Cardona. That's a possibility. I can see that. I, can I will say, I, I, my actual pick would be Andrade. Oh, that's actually a very good pick. Would he, probably be, likely. <laughs> would he be Cardona or Zack Ryder? So, and that's my fear. I, I want him to be Cardona. So I does he. fear they will make him Zack Ryder. He said he would only ever go back if he's Matt Cardona. Because, uh, uh, I I want Matt Cardona to get a run for like a year. I don't. That's all know, he needs. I don't no, need him to be so world champion. Like a IC title would be great for him. But as Matt he, Cardona, he did what Cody and Drew before him did. Hundred percent. And he was probably the the smartest at it. And Cody was very smart. But Cardona's. I mean, Jesus, he's got this down to a blueprint. Drew was winging it because he was the first one to do it. <laughs> right. uh, but uh, these, he, Cardona, man, you can't knock the success. Mm-mm. And you notice it's always these guys that we figure when the WWE fires them, they'll just leave and never wrestle again because you don't think they have the the drive. But it's always those guys that end up going out and, and have the hunger, like Cardona and Drew and... Uh, like Nick Nemeth. Like he's wrestling in New Japan. He's going to Australia. He's going to Puerto Rico. He could have very easily just did the fucking Northeast Indie Loop and made a nice little fortune for a while. But he's out there going everywhere. Mm-hmm. So um, what about so for women's? Oh, women? Yeah, women's. Oh, that, that's easy. I'll go first and steal it. AJ Lee. 100%. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I mean, and... So I, I was thinking about this, guys. I'm wondering if, if you guys have an answer to this question. Is there a couple in the history of wrestling where, I mean, I'd say half the people like Pump, half the people hate him. That's fine. But we're like the partner. It could be the other way, but the partner is beloved by basically everybody. Ooh, um, like, is well, that Savage and Elizabeth. Savage and Elizabeth told that I, line. That's what I was going to say, Savage, yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, um, Candido and Sonny. Oh, that's a mm. good one. Everybody loved Candido. Great guy. And everybody, you know how they felt. <laughs> you know how they felt about Sonny. Oh, yep. that's that might be the perfect. Well, I mean, uh, Punk might be more popular than Sonny. You know, I I don't think um Sonny might be the answer there. To be honest, because <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't think uh, Mula will make it to the Rumble, right, Corey? That little no, article you no. sent. Yeah, no, 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 no. Big <laughs> No, I don't think so. Mula. Uh, the other one people are banding about is Mickey James, and oh, God, I don't care. They already did that spot, but you know. but she's corporate now. She's wor- working high level in OVW. If I if, if you do if you if since AJ Lee, I'll <sighs> say Naomi Trinity. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, she's that's actually a probability. Yeah, I think her and Andrade are probably locks to be there. To be oh, honest. you know what? I'll give you an extra one. Sasha Banks. You're calling nice. it, huh? I'm calling it. Wow. Garrett, I, I see a lot so, of Twitter feed about Sasha, and it's like, so, go fuck yourself. She's AEW bound. And it's like, oh. So every time I watch a, a Sean Rotsat video, it yep. always comes up, and he always says, if Mercedes shows up as number 30, the bigger story will be what the fuck happened to that contract and why it disintegrated in AW. I'm not so sure that she ever had one. 
So the thing is, like, he has never confirmed that she does, but he's like, he's never confirmed that she has signed. He is just saying that that is that it's like without guaranteeing it, that's where she's going. He just hasn't seen like pen to paper on an actual contract. Yeah. So he is very adamant that like if she does, if she winds up at the Rumble, that something fucking disintegrated on that path to AEW. Well, I'm hoping something's incinerated. I, I like I. So, where do you guys feel about that? Because like, a lot of fans want that, right? And so, if she's not number thirty, and it's is it going to be a Rey Mysterio thing all over again? They're going to boo out of the building, whoever the fuck it nah, is. because no, she's popular I, with I, her fans, but she's not popular like Daniel Bryan was. Okay, I don't. I don't think she would get that treatment. I think. I think. That she she will get a big pop, and then it'll just be like, oh, and ma'am, she's. You want to know the oh. truth? You know how I feel about it. It'll be a big pop, and then the next night, business as usual, back to normal. I like. I don't think she'll. I don't think she'll get. I like it. calling the shot, Corey. I like yeah, it. I'm calling it though. I like. I'm it more. Real, I, I, if I'm being honest, I'm probably. Are you, are you hoping it into existence? <laughs> right. You're hoping it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If I put it out there enough, it'll fucking happen. That's pretty much what I'm doing. So, <laughs> my mind, like, for the men's one was like, what if it's fucking MJF? Hey, yeah, what if? What I if would find and it. Punk are the final, are like, in the ring and fucking you hear that music hit? Jesus Christ. I will tell you this. Uh, I will <laughs> say this. AEW has been so much better since he has not been on TV. Uh, Joe, how do you feel about that? Yes, um, I know that it's the fun, you know, the thing that they're trying to do with. I love the Joe Hook match. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's not that every, you know, when he was the heel, he would come out and trash everybody. Now it's, you know, it's Joe's turn to do that, but he's doing it with class. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he is, he's respecting his opponent into the, like you, you know, you're 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 still young kid, but I I'm gonna take you serious. And like he squashed him almost the entire match, you know. And it was awesome, but yeah. it's just the show itself is just better since he's been gone. It's like it's been better, yeah. So I wouldn't mind if you left. Wouldn't at all. Kind of hope he is um, in the room. Um, and then the other two matches, we have that fatal foray for the undisputed WWE Universe Championship, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. I mean, I'm not, okay, this is going to sound stupid, okay? I am not a fan of multi-man title matches on the Royal Rumble because you have now two fucking 30-person battle royals. Mm -hmm. So why, why are you filling other matches with multiple people? Especially when I was reading about this. So the only reason they added AJ and LA Knight was because they thought it was too early for Orton to lose. One-on-one. -on -one. So LA Knight's taking the pin? Calling it no, now. No, AJ was put in there to take the pin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they still think LA Knight, they could squeeze a little something out of him. So they needed somebody in the match who can have a good match but take the pin. And that's AJ. So then, just make it Roman versus AJ. 
Yeah, I don't I mean, I don't know why they didn't do and that. Gordon and Ellie Knight in the Rumble. Like, I don't. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I'm not a fan of the. It's, I hate they, the, they also brought AJ back. Then he, like, he uh, turned heel on Ellie Knight. Yep. Like, what, what are we doing here? Now they're teaming. Well, Joe, you can't look like that and be a face. Come on. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure, Jan. <laughs> you, you, can't then, be, you, can't, you can't be sheening and be a face, Joe. That's true. That's damn true, brother. And then the other match is for the United States Championship. Logan Paul is defending the title against Kevin Owens. Wow. I'm surprised there's no women's match. I, I, if there is, I think it'll be a tag match for the tag titles. Might as well. Well, I don't yeah, know. It feels like they're gonna add a match, like maybe on SmackDown or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that'll be a good match. KO can do the junk matches or a heavily choreographed match, mm-hmm. so it'll work. I it's one of those well, like it'll be a good match, but just kind of like like why? That's one of those. Yeah. Well, I wonder who Logan wrestles at Mania. Oh, damn it. Oh, uh, I heard an option the other day. Oh, damn it to hell. So somebody said if if he gets fucked, it could be Cody versus Logan. Ooh, I, no offense to Logan because he's damn good, talented. But if I go from facing Roman to wrestling Logan Paul, I'm showing up <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs> on the other show the next <laughs> that next week, uh, talking about what do you want to talk about? Because uh, holy fuck! <laughs> and like, you know, Cody is over his shit. He's the biggest baby face in wrestling, but he's Mister Two and a Half for a reason, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, but the but the only one they'd replace him with at this point is uh, at this point generously Mister One and a Half, The Rock. I mean. Well, that's the type raise, brother. I don't at, uh, he, at fifty he, something years old and gassed out of his fucking gourd on all the steroids and the two, universe. I believe. Whew. So he's not only on the gas, he can't do a spine buster without losing any breath he was holding in. Yeah, so that's not good. Not great, Bob. And and Roman Roman isn't exactly in the mood to uh carry the workload in a high intensity match these days. Especially if he's gonna lose. His, I've noticed Roman. Yes, Roman's Roman's work <laughs> ethic lately is to uh, start off slow, get a rest hold, do a uh, five minute monologue, and then wait for <laughs> Solo to hit the spike. There it is, and that's the match. Did you see? Did did one of you share it? Did you see like somebody was recounting that Solo's Cena thing? Yeah. Oh, and they said like they hit him with seven Samoan spikes. In solidarity with the seven Nexus members he buried. God damn it. <laughs> That's awesome. God damn it. Um so we yeah, I mean, look. I'm never gonna know sell because I love Rumble. It's my favorite event, it's my favorite match. I'm always gonna love it. But I don't I don't care about the other two matches, I gotta be honest with you. And I mean, yeah, I feel the same way. The rumbles are always fun, um, especially I like the surprise. There's eight people announced. Cool. I mean, I hope the <coughs> wrestling fans need to to learn how to temper their fucking expectations, though, because mm-hmm. 
sometimes when there's only eight people, they, they honestly think they're going to get 22 fucking earth shattering surprises. Right. No, you're going to get fucking, you're going to get fucking Miz. You're going to get, yep. uh, JD McDonough. You're going to get, get, get the Kofi spot. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. You're going to, it so, ain't going to be fucking. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this. The final four obviously should be Cody, Drew, Punk, and our truth. Because that crowd would lose. I mean, obviously, obviously, would get limited, fuck it up. But that crowd, like, so remember, it was like when um, Santino and Del Rio were the final two, and that crowd oh, was God, losing yeah. their shit for Santino. Yeah, because the be only other option bad. was Alberto winning the damn rumble. Right. Like it would be so great if our truth backed his way into a final four of the rumble. <laughs> yes. I I feel bad that they don't have trios titles in WWE because I'd like to see him team up with uh, uh what was it Tom and Nick Mysterio Tom and Nick yeah Nick, uh yeah. so good he Jesus. I mean he he crushes everything he does man like I you know I don't, need, obviously... I don't need I don't need it all the time but it's great like I mean it's 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 insane to think but this is obviously leading to a Priest r Truth Mania match right. I it like, seems that way. Like he gets like oh you know what? What if his stupid bullshit costs him the briefcase? I've seen that bantied about before, and that that could work because because they sure seem to need, have cold feet on Priest. Because you need something to, the to heat him up as a heel, right? Because I mean, Rhea is obviously going to be a face when she breaks away because that crowd yeah. just is so into her. So you need something for Priest to be pissed at, right, and look for revenge with. So that that would do it. I never thought I'd be saying that there's a high probability that there's going to be a high-profile R-Truth singles match on Mania this year. But then I also didn't think Mania would have a possibly uh, Punk, MJF, and Okada on it. So you never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Well, you know, you know what you also can never know? PWI's awards. As this, oh you. yeah, thank you. As this past week, they uh, announced some, uh, maybe some head scratchers. So before I read these, Corey, have you seen these? I did briefly see them. Yes, I don't okay. remember them, but I saw well, them. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go through them here, and you guys can give me um, what you think. <clears throat> let's go. Uh, let's go from the bottom. Uh, most hated. Was Dominic Mysterio, which is interesting. Mm, not okay. I can I can see it. Um, he does get booze. They pipe him in, but he does get hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I it just it feels like punk, right? Like, doesn't that feel like who that should have been? He gets too much cheers, but yeah, like it. This should be punk, and it'll probably be punk this year because I think a full fledged turn is coming. 100%. And then they can they can turn it on. Uh, this one, Corey, uh, you're gonna fucking lose your shit. You're gonna lose your shit. Feud of the year: Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> That's feud of the year. Of the year, it was over by Mania. What the fuck? <laughs> These fucking PWI awards. Jesus Christ. 
Corey, who else would you have picked besides Sammy versus the Bloodline? Uh, well, uh, a plethora of them. Let's see. Um, feud of the year. How about? Uh, well, I could be a snark, or I could come up with actual ones. So let's let's. But I want I want both answers, Corey. Well, um, uh, AEW versus consistent booking. Um, <laughs> there it is. MJF against his propensity for stupid attitude era bullshit and his promos and, and storylines. Um, CM Punk against the business that did him wrong. Uh, seems like he's bound and determined to come back and burn it all to the ground. Um, but honestly, Jesus, I guess it was kind of a thin year for feuds, wasn't it? God damn. It just it feels like it can't be that though, right? Like it's just <laughs> Like, oh, you know what? There is one. There's one in that company that blows that away. Cody and Brock. There you yeah. go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That one absolutely blows that out of the water. They had three phenomenal matches. Yeah. Bloody feud. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not even close. It's not even close. That's, yeah, that's I, trash. I knew you would fucking lose it. <laughs> Jesus. Now, this one, uh, they got correct, I, in my opinion. Indie Wrestler of the Year, Matt Cardona. Yeah, there's really yeah. no... I mean, yeah. I can't think of another one that would mean as much as him on the Indies. <laughs> uh, rookie of the Year, Sol Ruka? She's one of the NXT ones. Oh, That's okay. all I got for you. She's the one that... She won one of the tournaments. That's it. Uh... I might go with I, Julia, to be honest. I would. Uh, Julia, I would go personally with Ichiban Sweet Sorry, Sorry, Julia, sorry Julia Hart. <laughs> that's right. <Specifically>. Yeah. <laughs> I would go with Ichiban Sweet Boy Kosei Fujita from New Japan. But hey, that's just me. Uh, most improved, Ellie Knight. <laughs> how is he most improved? I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. He's fucking 40 years old. I don't know how he's most improved, but he's, there it and is. And he does... He's doing the same exact shtick that he did in Impact six years ago. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Not a goddamn thing has changed. Yeah. Joe, this is why I want to read these on the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad he, didn't, he doesn't remember. So, most improved. Now, that's maybe where Julia Hart would have had some consideration. That's fair. Bingo. Jesus Christ. LA Knight. <laughs> most improved. Maybe, maybe next year Okada can win most improved. Hey, we can only hope. You no, know, he'll be newcomer. Once he learns yeah, wrestling, that, that American style of wrestling. He will, he'll be newcomer of the year. <laughs> uh, he'll be no-sells newcomer of the year. Yeah. Comeback of the year, Trinity. Uh, Did, she didn't go away. How is this a comeback? I, 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 I'm she going to assume... different company. I'm just well, going to on. assume that she did better in that company she did go away because if you remember they left a year before she debuted in impact and didn't wrestle because nobody wanted her mm. and she was riding on sasha's coattails trying to get a job wherever sasha went that didn't work and she finally came to impact and she did okay champion for six months undefeated did a whole good you know she's fine but fuck no come back <laughs> <again>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, this one, I, you know, it is it is what it is. Inspirational, Mark Briscoe, you know. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. 
Not much to say about that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to come back to that one, Corey. I'm going to circle back around to that one. Uh, this one we struggle with. Tag Team of the Year, they went with FTR because we did too. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a great year. It's really the only pick. Oh, my God. I'm saving the good ones for last show because uh, Corey's going to lose a vein. Um, <clears throat> let's go with most popular wrestler of the year, Cody Rhodes. Hard to argue it. Mm-hmm. Monster over monster. Yep. Yeah. Hard right. Uh, a woman of the year, Rhea Ripley. Obviously. Hard to argue. Yeah, I, a weak year for women's wrestling, though, in terms of dominance. Though, like there wasn't. Yeah. She was dominant, but I mean, only if you count her eighty-seven straight Monday victories over Natalia. And I mean, and why wouldn't you? Right. The the what did she call herself? The boat. <laughs> best of all time. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Natalia calls herself the boat. She did. Oh, Natalia. Hmm. Where's Bruce when you need a heart? God okay, damn. Corey. <clears throat> you ready for these? I'm ready. Wrestler of the year, Seth Rollins. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. That's wrong. Seth Franklin Rollins. Gunther did better yeah. than he did. I'm wrong. I'm just picking raw guys. Gunther yeah. had a better year. Um, uh, let's see. I can't go for Roman. Cody um, had a better year. Cody had a better Brock. year. Brock wrestled four times, had a better year. Yeah. Um, hold on. Darby Allen arguably had a better year. Orange Cassidy had a better year than Seth Rollins. Uh, Osprey, Okada, Os- they had pretty good Os- years. Well, PWI always just ignores anything in Japan for the most part, though. So. <laughs> well, our future newcomer of the year, Okada. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. It gets better, Corey. Faction of the year, the Judgment Day. Well, I'm surprised they didn't just hand it to the bloodline, to be honest. So am I. Um, I guess the Judgment Day is fresher, and Rhea has star. Well, they all. Look, I think Priest has star power too. They they just they're too hot and cold with him. They push him up and then they just he delivers. Look what that match with uh, Bad Bunny. Right. Like how that didn't propel him a year and a half ago, I, you know. But yet he's still just where he is. And uh Rhea's a star. There's no doubt about that. Uh yeah, I guess cuz really uh there's no one in AEW faction-wise I would have picked. Um you're not going to go to the Jericho appreciators? You're not going to do this? Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's a good one. And then to finish it off, Corey, match of the year for PWI, Charlotte versus Rhea. Are you for fucking real? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Fantastic match. Fantastic match. Uh, I don't agree with Ric Flair that it should have been the main event of night one. But fantastic match. But no, uh, I can think of many better matches than that. Uh, of course, some of them are in Japan, so we can't count those. And uh, <laughs> so that would happen in Britain, and that they don't cover that either. I mean, um, you know, it's the tag match. Like it's it's clearly yeah, the yeah. tag match. It's it's the tag match from Collision. It's hell. Pick one of the uh, Cody Brock matches, especially mm-hmm. the SummerSlam one. It was fucking fantastic. Better than uh, that. But you know what? At least it was a good match. I've seen it before where they've just given it to like a what? Say what? All right. Uh, that was 13 categories. 
stories, eight of which were WWE winners. Of course. Which is funny because back in the 80s and 90s, <laughs> it was all territories and, and WCW because uh, mm-hmm. they had a WWE bias and now they're, they love WWE. Because uh, WWE wouldn't let them into their shows to, to shoot photographs in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Uh, famously. Yeah, that's. I mean, some of those were good, and some of them are like really fucking. The Seth Rollins one killed me. Just killed God me. Damn it. Yeah, they no, gave like... him a. They gave him a secondary world title. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Seth Rollins more than most casual like hardcore uh, fans. But this, the industry as a whole, fucking elevates him way higher than he should be. I'll just say that. He's good. Don't get me wrong. Have a, he can have a great match with people. He can cut a fine promo. He deserves to be pushed. But, I mean, people people within the business will tell you he's one of the top 10 of the last 20 years and one of the greatest of all time. And it's just like, no. That's a bit nuts. No, he's not. That's a bit nuts. No, nuts. <laughs> <a> bit nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know where you're. No. Like, because, like, no. the thing with Seth Rollins, like, he's good. He is. But he's not great at anything, right? There's nothing yeah, that good stands out about him. He's good at everything. He's not great at anything. Yep, I agree. Definitely he's worth like, having on your roster. Definitely yeah, worth pushing. He's better than a good hand, but not a ton better. He's never going to be the guy and shouldn't be the guy. I can think of, I mean, if you gave me a minute, because I don't watch the product religiously anymore, I could probably think of 10 guys on their roster more deserving of the push he's getting than, than he has. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. They always have their favorites. And he is very obviously a favorite of Hunter. Oh, very much so. Yeah. You know who's so, not? Austin Theory. <laughs> who, uh, is he better yet? I saw that bumpy concussion. concussion. Yeah, he's um, st- still out. He's still out. <laughs> I Yeah. Oof. I did see a tweet about him earlier that made me laugh out loud, though. Someone was like, you know what? I we shouldn't be surprised by this Netflix news. They love to make shitty movies. WWE likes to make shitty movies. I can't wait for Austin Theory in the Marine Eleven. <laughs> no, that's funny. Um We got homework to do, and it, it is related to the Rumble, and it's our and it, it is our favorite Royal Rumble moments. That's right. Yep. And Mr. Booble. <gasps> yeah. You you came up with this? Mm-hmm. You can start it off. Alrighty. Uh I mean, I think you guys probably know what my number one answer is. So I'm gonna say it now. It's what I always go to. I watched it not even four hours ago. Uh it's Maven eliminating the the Undertaker in O2. That's a great moment. Uh the crowd the camera work is perfect. It. The crowd is like, what the fuck? And then Taker beats the absolute shit out of him for 10 minutes. Like, (laughs) and let's not undersell Taker's facial expressions afterwards. Uh That helps set it up, too. I mean, he looks completely bewildered and flabbergasted that this motherfucker eliminated his ass. Have you guys heard Maven talk about it? No, but I've heard no. he's got that thing he does, and I've heard it's interesting. It's a pretty good YouTube channel, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's worth a watch. But uh, 
So before that match, because he is just off tough enough, right? Like yeah. a month before. He is fucking brand new. <clears throat> and so he's in the back getting ready for the rumble. And Shane McMahon walks up to him and he's like, Why is Shane walking up to me? And he calls Taker over and he goes, All right, this is what we're doing tonight, guys. And Maven's gonna eliminate Undertaker in the Rumble and they give over the spot or whatever. And Maven said Taker looked at him and like looked like looked a hole through him and then looked at Shane and goes, Are you motherfucking serious? <laughs> and so Maven is like pissing himself, right? Yeah. And then Taker looks at him and winks and walks away. <laughs> and he just fucking <laughs> with him, ribbing him to know it. But he was scared shitless. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that, like that, folks. Not JBL fingering your ass. That is a good rip. That's, That's a good rip. And I'm not going to give him a free pass because his politics are terrible. But I've also enjoyed Undertaker on social media lately, being an actual person when he talks about wrestling. Uh, he'll do like Mount Rushmore lists and he just totally fanboys out. Like it, tag teams kind of, either day. Yeah. He does factions, did tag teams, best little men in the business. He picked Benoit as one of them. Um, regardless <laughs> what? of what happened. Yeah, he picked Benoit as one of his favorite uh, smaller a... guys to wrestle. Really? Yep. It was Angle. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Oh, I'm blanking, but I it, the fact that he used Benoit was like, damn, okay, cool. <laughs> I just, I guess I don't really consider him a, you know, a little, you know what I mean? I don't consider Angle little either, but he was on the list. Me either. I mean, like, you know, he's fucking 6'11", so six, everybody's shorter than him, but... Yeah, when you're 6'11 <laughs> and 350 pounds, I guess those guys are kind of small. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, gentlemen, that was my number one. What do you guys got? My, oh, my number one, without a without a question, was the infamous Bushwhacker Luke coming in and immediately being oh, thrown out God. and still doing the arms the whole way. That's my It's favorite. not a... It's not even on my list, but that's such a good moment. Wait, no, never mind. It is at the very end. Never mind. Just that, that one is indelibly etched in my childhood memories. It's so good. Fucking Christ, it's perfect. The easiest paycheck that dude ever made in his life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joseph. Uh, uh, mine, so my number one for me, it's... Cena's returning, surprise return. Because yeah. I was in the room with Ricky. And uh, that's a, that's a Hall of Famer, Ricky Marzelli. Yeah, oh, you're right. Sorry. And he lost his mind. Uh, so like, did he, that arena, by yeah, the yeah, way. He, so he was one of those people don't like Cena, and they're fucking lying. Yeah, he was one of those. He was one of those of like, holy sh like. You know, he stood up. He was sitting down. And he stood up like, "What the hell?" And like, just and I popped too. But like, mm -hmm. he got like he stood like you know, like everybody else did. They stood up and was like, "Holy hell!" But like, I won't. I will not forget that. So no, that's that's iconic. Um, so my next one is the face-off between Piper and Snuka in the same room. Actually, yep, at 08. You can see CM Punk sitting down fanboying. Oh my god, I love I didn't notice it the very first time I watched it until he, I think he himself pointed it out. And he was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like no, that, that's an awesome Because like Snooka comes out in the garden goes nuts because Snooka uh, wasn't a piece of shit yet apparently. <clears throat> or at least not publicly known as a piece of shit. Well no, and people then, well, those within the business knew well of it. I'd heard about yeah. it when I was a teenager. 
Um, and then Piper comes out, and that fucking place goes banana. Good times, brother. Oh my god, that stare down is so great, man. Holy Christ. What a fucking moment that was. No, I love that moment. That's great. Oh, my next one. Yep. Um, I'm going back to my childhood again. I'm going to 1990. And the way they did this was perfect. And unlike Punk and Cody, I, I don't blame them for trying. But unlike those two, this fucking worked like a ch- charm in 1990. Where Hogan throws out, I think, Honky Tonk Man. And Warrior throws out, I think, fucking Shawn Michaels. And it leads to the only two people left in the ring being Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. And they've got their backs to each other, and the they, crowd they bump, realizes right? what. Yeah, the crowd realizes what's going on before the wrestlers do because they haven't turned around yet. And even the managers at ringside—it was weird. It was the one year they let managers stay at ringside for the Rumble. <laughs> like Bobby Heenan's, like looking at the ring, like in amazement of what's about to happen. Everybody plays it to perfection. Then Hogan and Warrior turn around, look at each other, look at the crowd, and then they do the crisscross double clothesline. Fucking magic. So good. You know, I haven't watched that Rumble in a long time. It's underrated. 1990s underrated. I might give it a shot. Um, By the way, Cole is filling in on Friday. Shocking. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) So if... One of one of my one of my personal moments of the rumble is it's a twofer, okay? The the ending to 07. Uh, the the 08, beginning yeah. of 08. I had the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah that's, like, cool. that's it's not me my four, but it's on my list. It's my it's like <laughs> basically one B to like like my it's my one to like just a moment, but like Ricky's being in the room just freaking out Cena. That's one A one B type thing for me. Like they can swap switch every any time. Like takers mania matches, but just the just watching like a ten minute wrestling match in a rumble with Taker and that, Michaels. It's how the rumble should end. The final two should have a match. And yeah, then that was, that was awesome. And then starting the next year with the same two, and then like them just like eliminating people quick just to continue them too. I was just like, that's you know, that's that's awesome storytelling, you know, booking. Yep, can't argue that. That was fucking great. Um, my next one, man. There's a couple that are the same. Which one do I want to go with? Yeah, I gotta do it. <clears throat> Edge's return in twenty. Oh god damn, that was so fucking great. Uh, do you mean do you mean like number seven on WWE surprise returns? Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, it was very low. But um yeah. nobody, nobody saw that coming. And when he got the reaction that he got, he was damn near crying before he got back into character. Jesus, what a moment. I wish the cameraman saw it coming. Uh, you know. <laughs> good job, Kevin Dunn, you fucking idiot. It's like somebody else. It could. It's like somebody else that could be a moment on here. They, no, they, they, I might they, come up. Yeah, yeah, I might come up. So my next one is actually from two thousand and five, and I had to think hard about this one because it was either going to be the systematic murder of Daniel Pewter at the beginning of the Rumble. <laughs> that was uh, uh, was Benoit Guerrero and Hardcore Holly. And hardcore Holly, Jesus Christ, dude! Not the three I'd want to be stuck in there with. Yeah. If you want to, yeah, do maybe don't uh, run your fucking mouth. How about that guy? Yeah. Maybe not. 
but no, it's the ending of it, which at, originally I thought, uh, Jesus Christ, they are copying the worst ending to a Royal Rumble in history. <laughs> For real? They thought that was a good idea, but the true story is even fucking better. And that yeah. is, it was accidental that they weren't supposed to both go over. They just lost balance. And fell out at the same fucking time. Of course, mm-hmm. leading to Vince McMahon's ultimate power walk and breaking <laughs> both quads getting into the ring. Like, fucking fantastic. And you know the best part even... about it is? Yeah. Regardless of who won, it could have been either one of them. It would have changed nothing. They both went to WrestleMania to win the world title that year. Mm-hmm. They could have done anything. It was, it, it was if weird. I remember correctly, Batista was supposed to win, right? Yes, it was supposed to be Batista. Yeah. Yeah. What are the odds? What are the odds of going of losing balance, going over and hitting at the exact same time, thus recreating the least popular finish in the history of that match? Only you didn't mean to. Uh, like if they had tried to do it, one of them would have hit first. They would have fucked it up. Yeah, because yeah. it's such a hard spot to do. Like, there's a reason right. they don't show Sean hanging on the ropes the whole time because both feet hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like ridiculous. it's it's hard. <laughs> Joe um mine is one of my favorites is it's a more it's kinda like uh Bushwhacker Luke at Santino in 09. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Just him selling it, you know. Like I wasn't ready. Like, okay, yes, please, you know. I mean, it, it's great, man. It's fucking great. Um, I'm gonna go with one that it was such a weird concept that they pulled it off well. The three faces of Foley. Ah, uh, ninety-eight. That's that's yeah. nice. Ingenious way to mask the fact that that was an extremely star-studded yeah. list. Rumble. Uh, I believe we talked about it on the show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was a thin roster. They, like, it wasn't until April they started adding talent, but they were uh, lacking in star power. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. For my last one, I had a couple of options. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with... uh, I'll go with 1997. It's Austin dominating the Rumble, whipping people out left and right, and sitting on the on the turnbuckle, waiting for each guy to come out, and then looking at his fake watch on his wrist tape, and then Bret Hart's music hits, and he looks like he just shit his pants. <laughs> the total anti Stone Cold look, like oh fuck, I'm 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 fucked now. Yep. Um, that is a classic moment. Hell um, yeah, man. Yeah, that was great. For my last one, I'm I, I don't care if you don't if you don't call it a moment, but it is mine. Um nineteen ninety-two, Bobby Heenan on commentary. No, dude, that was my that almost made my list. No, that's on my on. list. That is yeah, on my when list. When Flyer comes out. Anytime. Oh god, Any, he's out. Oh god. Yeah. Anytime Piper, specifically you're not the wearing Piper a skirt. Part. Piper, you're not wearing a skirt. That's awesome. Great. Ah, oh, you bastard. You turn coat. You're wearing a yep. skirt. Yep. No, he is fantastic the entire match, but that Piper, that that like two minutes yeah. is like gold level uh, caliber announcing. 
That, I, that's why I love watching 92 all the time because of the fact that, you know, where's, where's Flair? Where's Flair? How can you bring you know, Like, he just and turns on him, you know. And the low-key one, it's not it, – Bobby is fantastic, but low-key, Gorilla needling him the entire hour is what makes it yep, great, too. Yes, yeah. Like, where's Flair? Has he been eliminated? I bet he's been eliminated. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I, ho- I hope I hope not. Oh, God. Oh, there he is. You know, you know. He only drew number three, Bobby. You know he has no chance of winning, right? Oh, so good. Yeah, uh, that's, so good. that's in my the, – the, that's why 92 is uh, for sure every year watch for me because of just, oh, yeah. like – the commentary it doesn't go away from the match. It improves the match in the way of, you know, you have Flair dying for Fla- uh, you have Heenan dying for Flair to win, <laughs> and you know, you know what else is like, awesome? He, yeah, oh, go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought. I was just gonna say like Heenan's a fa- one of us is a fan of like, come on, let's go. Then oh God, where is he? You know, when you when we pick someone to win, and He's then, not you know, oh yeah. God, yeah, love uh, it. I'm, not. That is awesome, and that's I I should have had that in my top four. What also makes that performance so good is the hardcore fans, especially like myself. If you know Flair's history, watching him uh, have like short little matches with like fifteen different people that he had money making feuds with in the NWA and Crockett, and like you see him interacting with Valentine and Kerry Von Erich and Sergeant Slaughter and Piper and Jake and Doug and all these people that he had issues with and you didn't think you'd ever see them in the ring again. And it's, it's almost like they purposely mapped it so that there's a little tiny sequence with each one of them and flair. If you watch through the entire rumble, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So good. I had two honorable mentions we haven't talked about yet. Uh, one is the two cool dance off. Yeah. 2000. Yeah. yeah. The 2000. Yep. Yeah. Just a just a weird moment that you could only do at that specific time, and then Diesel return in twenty eleven. Diesel's Holy. return was on my list. Yeah, Holy and uh, my shit. other honorable, <laughs> yeah, my only other honorable mention because it was something so unique was Brock starting in twenty and going through like the first fifteen dudes. Oh, so. I remember we watched, I think we all watched together. At one point, we were like, this sucks. And we were like, no, this motherfucker needs to run the table. Run the table, yep. It was weird. Yeah, it went through like, okay, this is kind of fun. Then it's like, okay, this is stupid. But then it was like, okay, this is fucking awesome again. Run it. Um, Yeah, it was, that was really I, weird. I believe eliminated by Drew McIntyre. He was. Because yep. Ricochet low-blowed him. Which set up his weird, or his uh, world title run. Mm-hmm. All comes full circle, baby. The night, the, the night Brock Lesnar says he retired. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought um, was a weird comment. Right. Um, so I believe I'm up for the homework, and it's like, hmm, we, we, there's a lot to, you know, pretty hard to think of something. So what I'm going to do is... Wild card, bitches. Wild card, that's right. Not really. Your top four um, list ideas. Got it. Give me, give me <laughs> your top four <laughs> raw moments. Raw Jesus. moments. Okay, raw. Jesus. Only yeah, fifty-seven you... years to go through. Well, do yeah, I do you... I have to give her name or no? <laughs> no, you don't have to. But Got give it. me your raw moments. So, right, here's well, a quick. Well, ah, uh, shit. Well. There you go. Um, so quick thing. Something came up the other day and I forgot to mention it. I want to know what you guys think. Yay or nay, okay? Someone did Nine a thread. Inches. Someone did a thread on Twitter. 
and he started in oh one on X, yes. And it's the threat of if what would you think of the matches if the runner up won? Oh, I saw that. I saw so that. I, ha- I have it right here. 17 Kane versus The Rock. Wait, hold on, hold on. I don't get the premise. What is what is so this, this is what would the, this is what the WrestleMania main event would be if the runner up in the Rumble is the one who actually won the Rumble? Yeah. So, in sub Austin, it's Kane. Yeah. So, it'd be Kane and the Rocket Mania 17 from the title. Yeah. Oh, because Austin won that year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. 18, Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho. Oh. Okay. I'd say, you know what's funny about that is they had good matches. They were never as good as they could have been. Yeah. Weird Uh, 19, Undertaker and Kurt Angle. And this is, this is, that's you not know, bad. That's American still badass. pretty this good, That's not yeah. bad. That'd yeah. be interesting. 20, Big Show versus Guerrero. Well, Jesus, that's bad. It's interesting. Um, Guerrero pulled a good match out of Big Show at Mania. My, my, <laughs> at that point, I say no. And the guy yeah. says since Big Show was U.S. champion, is it a winner-takes-all match? Interesting. Um, 2022, uh, Randy versus Kurt. In a way, it kind of was because it was Randy, Kurt, and Ray in the three-way. Uh, he mentions in 05, the John Cena was still the runner-up, so he would still face JBL anyway. Yeah, oh, God really it. Yeah. <laughs> o- 07, Shawn Michaels was the runner-up, so he would still face John Cena. Yeah, nothing would have changed. 24, Triple H and Randy. Which, it was a three-way, just throw Cena in there. Yeah. yeah. 25, Triple H and Edge. Which is what it should have been. So, and he puts it. This did means they, Triple did H. They, ever wrestle? they did at a Great American Bash. Oh, um, yeah, Corey, we got to talk about that when we're done with this list. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the guy put <laughs> the guy put this means Triple H never won the Elimination Chamber, so Edge retained the title at the Chamber instead of entering as the World cha- uh, entering the World Heavyweight Title cha- Chamber match. So, yeah. uh, twenty. 20- 2010, John Cena was would still have faced uh, Batista. Batista. Uh, and uh, WrestleMania 27, Edge versus Santino. God damn it. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I think uh, we found the one year where we're glad this didn't happen. Well, hang on, <laughs> hang on. In 2012, runner-up was Chris Jericho, and he still would have faced CM Punk. WrestleMania 29, Ryback versus The Rock. Oh, my oh. God. Oh my god, I need that match. Oh my god. Oh, put it in my veins. WrestleMania oh my th- god. WrestleMania 30, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns. Instead of Bautista? Yep. Interesting. 31. 31. Rusa versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. Give me that. Oh, Jesus. Yep, I knew that would be the one. 32, Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns. Oh. Nah. Thirty-three would have been Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Oh no! Oh God! Uh, Twenty eighteen Roman still was runner up, so you w- still would have faced uh, Lesnar anyway. And then they bring in and the in thirty four the women's it's Nikki Bella versus Charlotte. Oh my God! Thirty five would have been Braun Strowman versus Lesnar. Yeah. And then the women's would have been Charlotte and Oscar. And then for 2020, runner-up Roman Reigns, but because he didn't perform, he's leaving that one out. 2020, yeah. Baszler still would have faced Becky. 
And then WrestleMania 37, Randy versus Bobby Lashley. Which we've never gotten, have we? That, no. that would be fun. No. Uh, 2022 women's runner-up was Charlotte, and she would still probably would have faced Ronda. 30, for the men's for 38, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Huh. And then in Hollywood, 39, Gunther versus Roman Reigns. Yes, please. And then Liv Morgan and Charlotte for the women's for 30. Not great. Not great. But that's it. Those Some of are those your... are interesting, though. Yeah. And, yeah, we, we mentioned it real quickly before we leave. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been I, waiting for this, folks. Not, uh, hold on. We're going we're gonna to bench Great American Bash 2004 because there's a new leader in the clubhouse. Oh. I present to you Armageddon 2004, okay? I'm just going to give and, you this. And just for the fans, Corey, what are we comparing this to? Bash at the Beach 99. The all-time worst fucking pimp we've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. Uh, if, December if, 12th, if you, say, buddy, if you say December to dismember, you're wrong. Go watch Bash 99. At the arena at the Gwinnett Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh, Gwinnett, Georgia. So here's the heat match. Now this, this it's the third best match of the night. Oh damn! Billy Kidman and John uh, Keo, who is uh, Jimmy Wayne Yang, defeated Chavo Guerrero and Paul London. That's what. That's yeah. the third best match of the night. Yep, and that was on oh, Sunday boy. Night Heat. Oh boy. Just, I want to. I want your quick uh, opinions after each match I read here. These are in order, by the way. So, hold on, Corey. Corey, yeah. Do you have match ratings for this? Oh, I do. I watched it and rated it. Uh, so Joe, I want while we're doing this, I want each rating to say what what yep. the rating is without seeing it. Okay, what we yeah, think the yeah. rating is. Okay, and I want to remind you, this is SmackDown only. Okay, Jesus. So if this so is we, your third best match, I would say two and a half. I gave it two and a quarter. Yep. But you ready for the pay-per-view? Yes. Mm-hmm. We start okay. WWE tag team title match. Champions Rey Mysterio and Rob Van Dam take on Kenzo Suzuki and Rene Dupree. I'm going to go three stars. Two and a quarter. Uh, I gave it three. Damn. There it is. Second best match of the night. And oh, then we fall straight the fuck off a cliff. <laughs> So, um, Kurt Angle comes out and does his Kurt Angle challenge where he has his legitimate gold medal with him and he, anybody can try to pin him or make him submit to win the, to win the, the gold medal, right? So he challenges Santa Claus and Kurt Angle quickly defeats Santa Claus and makes him tap in like 30 seconds. Um, I'm guessing you didn't rate this. Dud. <laughs> Oh, my God. <clears throat> Next, because this is what people love, uh, we have a three-round boxing exposition. Uh, uh, okay. uh, yeah. Exhibition. Bet- between Daniel Pewter and Mike Mizanin, the two finalists in that season's Tough Enough. I'm going to get... I, I will say oh. uh, one. I... Uh, a quarter of a star. <laughs> this is a dud. Ah. So... I was Corey, that. yes. Do they box all three rounds? Yes, actually. Okay. Three one-minute rounds, though. It's one minute. That's round. fine. Oh, I, I figured. So what I'm going to do next week is watch this and score it. Oh yeah. I am intrigued. I can't wait to hear that. That sounds fucking atrocious. <laughs> it's not good, buddy. And then so match number four. Hey, this is a bonus match. 
We get the Basham brothers today hey. on Hardcore Holly and Charlie Haas. Oh, God. That has potential. Uh, two. Two and three quarters. One and a half. It didn't look ah. like there was potential. Oh, that's a bum. That's, a, that's disappointing. Right? Next, a street fight for the United States title as John Cena defends against Jesus. I forgot that was a thing. Jesus um, was Carlito's bodyguard who stabbed John Cena in a nightclub. Tonga yep. Loa, right? No. Uh, Aaron uh, Aguilera. Tonga Loa is the... Uh, Camacho. Uh, yeah, Camacho. Uh, uh, one and a half stars. One and three quarters. I went one and a quarter. Damn it. Damn. So, how you feeling about this pay-per-view so far? Is it, not good, not, Bob. Not great, Bob. Well, then you'll love this next match. Special referee Charlie Haas is back to hey. referee a match between his fiance Jackie Gata and Don Marie. Dud. Well, Dud. Now you Who say says, Marie, so I already have to go five stars. So, and Don Marie says she's having an affair with Charlie Haas. That's why this match is happening. Dud. Dud. It's a dud. It's an absolute dud. And then afterwards, he uh, admits that he is having an affair with Don Marie, dumps both of them, calls them sluts, and then leaves the uh, ring to a hero's ovation. <laughs> for for dumping Don Marie and Jack, that, check, that checks out. I mean, I'll talk about Jackie Weta. Fuck that, Don Marie. Um, all right. And then up next we have a uh, three versus one handicap match, <laughs> where the Big Show takes on Kurt Angle, Luther Reigns, and Mark Jindrak. I'm guessing and, Big Show wins. Yes, and he beats all of them. Yeah, in succession. Yeah. One and a quarter because of that. Uh, half a star. A star and three quarters. Oh, all right. Angle did a little work. Uh, and then if, if you didn't know this was already going downhill, the cruiserweight title is up next as Spike Dudley is the champion and uh, challenged by and loses the belt to Funaki. Um, this is an 04? Yep. Huh. Uh, three quarters of a star. A half a, uh, half a star. I went a star and a quarter. Damn it. I'm off and on every main, one. Damn. And then the main event. And if you can't tell, this was a one match show. <laughs> the WWE title match, JBL defending against Booker T, The Undertaker, and Eddie Guerrero. Three and three quarter stars. Four stars. Three and a half. It's a good match. It's a good match. But that fucking pay-per-view. My God. That's, that's atrocious. That they made people pay money for that is astonishing. And that's and that's full price. So that's like $40, yeah. yeah, about 2004. It's like $39.95. Oh. Uh. So you know my scale goes from one to ten. Yeah, you can get up to ten points. Um, you better believe I took a negative star away for embarrassing content on here. <laughs> um, the the women's match, the boxing, <laughs> the uh, yeah, that. So, uh, this has a total out of uh, ten points of a one point five. Ouch. Yep. So, what? 
just the overall rating, what did you rate Bash 04? I can tell you in uh, two seconds. Two. Jesus. It got a two. It's a full half a star better. Yep. Wow. And that had a negative uh, star match on it. Great American Bash. Dude. <laughs> there you go. What was the negative star match? Uh, Sable defeating Tori Wilson. Oh, well, there's that. Well, there's that. Yeah. Yep. That sounds. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it through 94 or level or four. Thank God. Nice. Uh, although I pray for me, I picked something that's a bit of a question mark next after ECW, which I'm almost done with. 98, Joe, your your pick. Thank you. I don't remember a fucking thing from it, so I picked TNA 2015. Alrighty. Good I luck. Literally, I don't remember one fucking thing from that year for that company. Mm. Us too. It's a bump bumps. So I'm going in blind. Wish me luck. Good luck. Um, but yes, coming next week here, we will be doing uh, the Royal Rumble review and what we thought of the Rumble. Um, again, get your tickets now for Power Pro Wrestling Power Week next month at uh, powerprowrestling.com or nosoentertainment.com. You can also uh, get it at the Eventbrite app and just look up Power Pro Wrestling. Get your tickets now. You can also find everything that we do here at nosoentertainment.com where you can find all the podcasts we do, like uh, Big Trouble and Little Podcasts, as this week we'll be discussing the Oscar snubs. There were some big ones. Um, you can also find us all on the social medias on Twitter, X, Facebook, Instagram, and the NoSo Discord at NoSo Entertainment. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 